another episode of Movies on the Rocks. It is us, your thrilling threesome. Like that, I got that right the first time, baby. I didn't get and then that. you ruined it by acknowledging it. <laughs> it's, like, it's like those guys who laugh at their own jokes and those comedians. All right, so yes, this is the Movies on the Rocks. It is now season two, or as they say in France, season two. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I think so. Um, so, 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 yeah. So we um, are your your thrilling threesome. It is I, Tomas. We also have Derek. Hello, hello, everyone. And we also have Eric. Hello. And mm. we also have Bo Derek. No, I'm kidding. We don't. We don't have Bo Derek. Hello, although her intent is fantastic. Anyway, what? so we will oh be. We, we will be as always. We're discussing movies. Um, this season is going to be just a little bit different. Um, as you probably heard on the last episode of Zatoichi, um, in the season one, um, this season is going to be a little bit different. We're not going to be doing the alphabetical order thing anymore. Uh, we will be going by genre, but it's a little bit different. So every week, one of us picks a movie. Now what we're going to do is we're going to each pick a genre and the three of us over the span of three episodes are going to pick a movie. Okay, that's how it's working out. So since it was Eric's turn, he got first pick. Good for you. Good on you, Mm -hmm, Eric. mm -hmm. And he chose the drama known as melodrama or drama enough where you want to slit your wrists. And the best kind. (laughs) And so he chose the motion picture known as Blue Valentine, Academy Award nominated motion picture. Yes, Blue sir. Blue Valentine. Was it only her? Or was it also nominated for something else? I believe it was just her. It's just her. well, either way, it's an Academy Award nominated motion picture, mm-hmm. and so it does fall into that criteria. So, um, and and before we get into it, I mean, she was amazing in it either way. But mm-hmm. that we'll, we'll get into all that. But so next week at the end of the episode, we'll get Derek's pick of movie because we're gonna stick with the same genre. And then after Derek's pick is my pick, and then Derek picks the genre because Eric picked the genre this time, and so on and so forth. And that's how we're going to do that. We're going to each pick two genres. So it's about 18 episodes, not including any specials we decide to do throughout the year, such as Halloween or Christmas or the Dune episode. Um, So we'll definitely be doing that. Um, over the span of the next year or so. Um, and so, you know, everybody just... Did we, in- did we tell Eric about the Marvel special? Oh, not yet. We're, we're oh. going we're gonna, we're gonna to surprise it's, him with that one. It's okay. I, I can't be here for that one. So you guys, <laughs> no, you guys will have to handle it. doesn't matter. Do, I'm not going to be here. We can yeah, do one, I know I'm busy. Listen, listen, I know I'm can, busy that day. We can do one for the Eternals. And I think Derek, Eric might be down for the Eternals. I would be okay with that one and that one only. Because Chloe Zhao. Would, you wouldn't be that okay with... Why? You wouldn't be okay with Zhang Cheng, uh, Zhang Chi, and uh, and the uh, and the Ten Rings. No. Oh, dude, it's man. the oh, kung fu, man. man. Kung fu, bro. Now yeah, makes me want makes me want to like make my trilogy into like a kung fu trilogy. But I think <laughs> I've got something planned. Don't worry. Okay. Uh, I okay. hope it's something unique and different for once. Jeez. <laughs> I want Western. I want horror. you to pick a Marvel movie. Eric. I want I want Western horror, so, <laughs> so I can pick Bone Tomahawk. Anyways, um, all right. So I'll give you a bone tomahawk. (laughs) Ooh, you naughty boy. (laughs) Anyways, all right. So before we go into that, though, as always, Derek, please give us the disclaimer if you don't mind. So, yeah, this uh, show is about drinking and talking about movies. And so um, we're going to be drinking. And uh, if it's legal, wherever you're at, 
please feel free to join us, um, assuming you're not driving. So um, if not, you know, grab a glass of water, whatever, Kool-Aid, whatever your drink is, just uh, nothing that's illegal. And with that, we're also, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll start saying some stupid shit. Uh, it, undoubtedly, it'll happen. It, it's already happened and we're not even drunk yet. But, you know, so that being said, uh, we apologize in advance if we say anything offensive. Um, let me know. I am I am open to uh, being questioned or, or what is that? What's the, I'm not beyond reproach. How about that? Um, let me know if there's something we say that's offensive. We'd be happy to change it. So uh, that's it. That's it. Derek likes it when people talk, ter- talk, talk dirty to him. So he's all about that S&M. Um, more so that I like to grow and, and expand <laughs> my horizons. And if I say things that are wrong or offensive, I would like not to because we're trying to be inclusive here. Yeah, don't, don't be uncomfortable. You know, you, know, you know you're a freak, dude. You know you're a freak, bro. I mean, I never denied it. You notice the statement wasn't a denial. You know, you know, like sometimes I wonder when he gets up and and he walks away. I'm wondering if he's walking away to his dog with a can of peanut butter. I don't know. Oh my god, I don't know what to do with it, bro? That's so messed up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, no. All right, well, not, <laughs> what not am I we... doing here? I really love my dogs, but not like that, dude. <laughs> all right. Anyways, all right. So everyone knows I'm joking. I'm joking. Anyways, so uh, is it drink time? Uh, yes, it is. As a matter of fact, so uh, Derek, what are you drinking tonight? You know, I really should have paid attention to. Oh, oh, it's. Uh, I, I should have remembered this. Um, the screwball whiskey that tastes like peanut butter. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh yeah, I really mm-hmm. want to try that. And now I've got. Uh, I decided to upgrade the game with two perfect spheres of ice because uh, I still haven't used it since the last time we talked about this. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's awesome, dude. So you want screwball whiskey on the rocks? Yeah, yeah, man. Ice, oh, bro. damn, that is really great. I, yeah. This whole adding ice to whiskey thing, it was a great Yeah, idea. man. Yeah, that's how people, that's how I do it. That's how me and, my, that's how me and Goody do it, does it. I want to try that whiskey specifically, though. Yeah, so do uh, I. I, I, I. So, little teaser, uh, my wife sent me a TikTok of a new alcoholic beverage that I am going to buy this weekend. I'm going out of my house specifically for this drink. And I'll have it for the next episode. So oh, nice. a little bit of a teaser. I'm oh, so nice. not going to tell us that one. Dang it! Nice, nice, Eric. What do you got for us today, bro? I went classy and sassy today, guys. Nice. So my wife got Chick Fil A for uh, for for dinner, uh-huh. and she got me an Arnold Palmer. <laughs> and I drank half of oh, it. And I'm like, I'm going to fill the other half of this with vodka. Dude. Nice. So Rocks. now I'm drinking a vodka and uh, Arnold Palmer drink from chick-fil-a that that's is not cool. a bad how, combination how dude. is yeah. there arnold palmer by the way chick-fil-a's arnold palmer i mean it tastes like an arnold palmer man just a little definitely little, tea, not little lemonade no not keto at all i'm i'm, <laughs> I'm off the keto bro i'm going on vacation tomorrow guys so <laughs> keto's done me. for a little bit where, where yeah. are you where are you going again dude i'm going to mexico baby oh, playa mexico. del carmen what for how yeah. long you gonna be gone like a week i'll be gone for yeah a week I'll be nice gone for a week. nice so. dude I'm excited. Need this break. Been working. Haven't left. Haven't went on vacation Definitely. since COVID. I can imagine you must need real, a break bro. after this fucking movie we're going to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dude, I can't wait. While I was watching this movie. Can we I'll just like, skip the news desk and get no, right into it? No, because, like, I've got, I, I can't wait. I have, I have so many notes I want to talk about, dude. <sighs> and like, I, I watched this movie. I felt like Ace Ventura. After he wait, wait, finds we out, we can't. We can't start right, let's, early. Let's just get to your drink. What is get your to drink? the news. Right, my drink. Get Sorry. to your drink, then get to the news, so we can get into it. <laughs> All right. So this week, um, I went a little old school. I went with a uh, Bacardi. 
Bacardi, oh. uh, Bacardi Gold. 151. Oh, no. Okay. No, no, no. Not 151. I would be on the floor if I had 151, <laughs> too. So I had some 151 and Coke Zero. Oh, God. Bacardi Party. Gold and Coke Zero. Every time. Every time. <laughs> we need to ban Coke Zero from this show. <laughs> or just baby. his bad accent. One of the two. <laughs> yeah. You stupid man. <laughs> We're just going to upgrade. So I can oh, mute baby, him baby, 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 on baby. command. I'll just mute you when this happens. Everyone loves the smell of their own brand. <laughs> oh my god! Wuffin, I want to watch that movie now Wuffin. so badly. <laughs> I, I wonder if it holds up now. Like, is anything like? I don't too... know. I don't know. I, I don't, it's been so long. All right. I don't know because I, I I just want to see with Goldmember when he does uh when he's like uh, smoking a pancake, yeah. bonging a blintz. Mm. <laughs> or is he that has the, the one where Beyonce is in chips? it and she yes. looks incredible? Yes, yeah. that's oh, that's that one where gold you have Goldmember with the with the skin chips and he doesn't want to keeps want to eating the it. Flakes, he keeps them. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. All right, let's get to the news and try to talk about Blue Valentine. So hold on a second. Before anything, we gotta we gotta do the spot. All right, guys, so relax. All right, so. Since we're going to be doing this, and I know Eric is super excited because we want to talk about I his am. fucking dramatic ass fucking movie that covers, like literally, watch this movie, it covers all the dramatic checklists in so many ways. That's what I like to hear, guys. <laughs> all right. Before we do that, let's take it to the news deck. News of the news. On this day, in the year of our Lord, no, don't, don't two thousand and twenty-one, May the twenty-sixth. Oh, God damn it, you too. <laughs> What's right, the so, first item? All right, the first item on the docket is the most is the is the most recent one. It's actually today the the news about Amazon buying MGM. Oh yeah, dude, seventeen hundred TV shows, four thousand movies. 4,000 movies. No, no, not 1,700. 17,000 TV how, shows. How much did they buy it for? They $3 bought trillion? It, dollars? No, they bought it for the discounted price, dude, of $8.5 billion. Mm. Now you wonder, now I wonder, like, did Discovery get a raw deal, dude? Because yeah, they bought they, Warner Brothers for $44 billion bucks. I mean, Warner Brothers... That kind Warner Brothers has a whole mess yeah, of TV they have a, show. They have, a, they have a, a much larger catalog, I they feel do. like. You know? They do. I think but, I think in, in, in so if, if you were to just say just see the movies, I would say, yeah, that's probably a good idea. But yeah. Warner Bros. also has CNN, they also have all the channels and it's it's this whole thing. Yeah. Plus HBO Max. So yeah. <clears throat> And they own Crunchyroll. And they own Crunchyroll. <laughs> Sony, no, Sony just bought Crunchyroll. Remember? What? Isn't yeah, just Sony did. We just talked about that. We they talked did. about that. Remember, yeah. they bought Crunchyroll, dude. Oh shit, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. So they don't got Crunchyroll anymore, baby. Hmm. Well, we still got. Um, but eight billion is far, still far less important. Eight billion is a lot of money. It is a lot of money. It is only so we got to see how that rolls because then everyone's looking at them now because they have that and you have No Time to Die coming out soon and then they also have the five hundred million dollar price tag on Lord of the Rings TV show season one. Nuts. I mean. It's nuts. nuts, dude. They got a whole shitload. I mean, this is the most they've paid for something since they bought Whole Foods back in seventeen, and Whole Foods they bought them for like thirteen billion. Mm. It's funny how they're still dumping cash into new investments like this because they got it. That's why. I mean, well, I mean, clearly COVID helped them quite a <laughs> yes, bit. Yeah, right? yeah. COVID, yeah. COVID, basically, they were set up perfectly with COVID. 
perfectly. Amazon probably started COVID. I'm going to say it. Conspiracy oh theories. <laughs> Amazon right, started COVID. Jeff Bezos. You know what? We he all know. With Alibaba, you won't let us come to China. Well, here's your new problem. Yeah, yeah. We'll show you. He's like, like I own like, that fucking lab in Wuhan, baby. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it's oh, just a joke. We don't really mean it. A, for yeah, those of you that are taking it seriously. We are not QAnon fucking heads Yeah, here, we guys, do not right? think they started COVID. <laughs> no, we do yes. not. We do not. <laughs> it not was, what we need. That is not the fan base we want no, right now. I don't. It we was, do not want that fan base no, at all. No, 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 no. We no. end up on a QAnon like dark website. It was like, probably these guys are amazing. Oh my <laughs> god! on there by name. It was probably like, oh my god. shouting the truth <laughs> from the <Yeah>. rooftops. <laughs> it's, all right, this is it, and this is how I'm going to stop that by saying it was probably it was probably because some QAnon fucked a monkey, and that's how oh, we got. Oh it. god! And there Dude, goes no. that. Now Such it's out the window. This is why we have a disclaimer. Okay? I'm like, okay, I'm okay with him saying that though, because I do not want to end up on like a four chan with Q and A. There's like seven chan and shit. There's eight chan. Moving on. Oh, speaking of which, there was a documentary on HBO about Q and on. Oh, it was great that? too. Yeah, I watched that. Shit it. was out of control. I was just like, this is this is a world that I'd never want to be a part of. That's what I, I mean, was thinking if, to myself. If you're talking about going down a fucking rabbit hole, yeah, man, that is a fucking rabbit. Some creepy, creepy people out there For doing some real, weird dude. stuff. Seriously, yeah. dude. So what do you guys think if, if 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 MGM is now under the Amazon, you know, umbrella, what does that mean for stuff like Prime Video, dude? It means mean? their catalog just got yeah. meaty. That's what yeah, that means. For real. That, yeah, but how do they how do they monetize that, right? Because like just adding value to the same price of Amazon Prime is not a solid business model. So, you didn't shell eight billion for Right. So what happens when when you when people okay think about it this way now not everybody in the world has Amazon Prime a lot of people do but not everybody you know but what happens when you say to your buddy hey bro Amazon Prime just added the entire Freddy Krueger series or whatever you know I'm just saying like I don't know what's on like Amazon Prime now has a catalog of fifty thousand films all that the I James can Bond movies that I can stream yeah. for free if I have this cat. It's just gonna up their 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 subscribership, man. That's For all real. it's gonna do. And even yeah. if it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It's Amazon. It's no loss to them. No. I see this. I see this as a strong reason for two things. One, I'll actually start using Prime Video as part of my Prime subscription. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah. there might be yeah. something worth watching. It. Because I, there's I, only a handful of shows that I've ever really enjoyed. No, no, no. I'll be honest with you. I've there watched are, it a lot. There, there, I've watched yeah. it a lot too. They have a lot of good stuff. I'm a big thing. I'm a big. I love British crime procedurals, and they have a lot of you really would. good ones. What? What? They're great, especially What's upload on there. I feel like yes, yeah, upload uploads there. Too. Yeah. Dude, have show. you ever seen? Have you ever seen Bosch? No, um, I've heard quite a bit about it though. Dude, yeah. it is great. There's six seasons of it right uh-huh. now. That's and, Amazon, and they're, right? they're yeah. making a seven, a seventh one, dude. And the dude, the six seasons are every single one of them is great. Mm. Then you're gonna have to do some work on this app because. I mean, I was one of those people who watched um, Top Gear like every mm-hmm. episode as they came, mm-hmm. and they moved over to Amazon, and I was just like, I can't, I can't put up with this this shitty ass See, app. That's a, but that's on purpose. <laughs> you understand that, right? A shitty the way, app. <laughs> the way their app is set up is on purpose because it's supposed to look like their store. I need them to do better. I know. So you're telling me, me right now, 
that you don't want to watch Top Gear because of the aesthetics of the app. It's navigating the app. It has nothing to do with oh the way it looks. It's just God, getting around you in it. pompous son of a bitch. You, know, you search arrogant function, right? son of a bitch, Derek. Look, look, there's two methods that seems to be working really well. There's the way that YouTube does it, which is not for everybody. And there's the way that Netflix does it. And that's exactly what any other major streaming service I've ever enjoyed I, does well. You I go mean, to I, HBO Max. I don't have anything I want to watch on HBO Max other than their Crunchyroll content. And look, it looks just like you, uh, Netflix, and it works. Bruh, but it, I mean, that doesn't it, make it's sense, not bro. hard to navigate through Amazon Prime Video. No, though. You're acting it's, like it's a difficult task. It's that's not why, it's different. I agree. That's, and, yeah, the aesthetics of Netflix and HBR are probably a little bit nicer, but I'm still able to find what I'm looking for and watch it. FYI, I would just pull up the app and I would just cast it. That's all I would do. You know, you know what I would, you know what, Derek, I just want to make sure you understand that there's there's something called a search function. It doesn't that, work for shit. That's the problem. What are you talking about? It works. It works. It for works me. fine. Yeah, it works for me too. I've you used want me to it quite click a bit. and type shit? I oh, can't just talk you, to my microphone and my keyboard. You can if you have a Fire Stick TV. Yeah, or bro. Something. I gotta buy another device because it doesn't work on my universal device. Then it looks like you're just gonna have to click a couple times and, yeah, and type the name. It's not that hard. Yeah, it's another. Or hook up a keyboard. This, this is a first world problem, bro. For real. First I mean, world problem. No one's denying that here. You're pretty. Look, dude. You're you're a pretty smart guy, Eric. I think you're a pretty smart guy because you have the server and all that kind of stuff kicking around so i would say you're pretty technical Modeled after netflix mind you yeah 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 okay anyways but yeah so you <laughs> so you, yeah that's I nice fuck off <laughs> i can say you're a pretty technical dude you know you could just hook up a fucking keyboard to your tv if you wanted to bro that works too yeah but why do i have to do another thing that i don't have to do for all my other apps or i mean or you could just use the remote yeah just click just what you're do, deal for. with it bro. I mean, that works too yeah mm-hmm. i mean Amazon Prime is fine, okay? There yes, are, the aesthetics is. are not as nice as others, but it does the job. Jeff, look, Jeff look, Bezos, here's, here's Jeff, some Jeff hard Bezos, analytics dude. for you. Okay? Jeff Bezos is my Cuban brother, dude, and I love him to death. And thank you for purchasing MGM so I can watch all those James Bond flicks whenever I want. There's clearly one out of three of us that are unhappy with the Amazon app. <laughs> that means I am a meaningful proportion of society, and this can be extrapolated out to all the other people on the planet. No, I don't think okay? that's a, this is no. a good. I don't think this no. is a good test pool because I think if there was, I think if there was ten of us, you'd still be the only one <laughs> that would really care. Yeah, oh, maybe God. if there was a hundred, you might still be the only one. So, so does this mean moving on? Is this mean that they're going to need to because because they are they're giving Prime users an ass ton of additional content, right? Mm-hmm. Stands to reason that there is a justifiable reason to increase the cost of Prime membership. Oh, that agree? is also something that could happen. Yes, you've got a solid point there. No, you do. You do but have a solid point. Do you point. think? Let, let's like really think about this really hard because they've they've bumped up the price before, like recent. Not, re- but I feel like in the last couple of years they have. They, they bumped up they? the price back in like, like twenty eighteen. Yeah, yeah. Least. So that's like three years ago. Let's yeah, say, like three, let's four just years say three, three, four years ago. Okay. Because we can't we can't figure out what it was. I mean, no one but, wants to Google this, but yeah. yeah. So three, four years ago, they upped the, the price. Honestly, guys, it's Amazon. You gotta keep it. Do you think that they're really gonna up the cost because of the catalog they just bought? Like they don't need it. They don't. They just spent eight billion dollars, and they still have the the world's economy cycling through <laughs> their website. So I like. Mean, so it, it's it's ultimately here, here's what I think. Um, I ultimately think that this is a bid for Amazon to try and 
either win or become more competitive wherever you stand on the argument with the other major streaming players out in the market, mm-hmm. right? And this is a I meaningful expense. It's mm-hmm. a sizable expense and a sizable contribution to the content library, right? Mm-hmm. It's, I feel like it comes down to, is it viewed by the majority of users as a worthwhile gain to expend a little bit more? Because realistically, Prime is still... Actually, I don't know. They do a monthly subscription, a Prime option, don't they? Is yeah, it just annually still? I think they do a monthly one. But I mean, it's. I mean, it's it, with everything you get, they do have an Amazon Prime monthly. I don't know how much it is. I would never pay for that by month. Well, yeah, Why? I would never because I've, you, always, you I've always paid for it annually because yeah. that used to be yeah. the only option. Yeah, yeah. No, but, I mean, my, my wife pays for the annual one and she pays, but no, but she pays the monthly one, but it's for like everything. Well, yeah, something and, like and that. some some random like like it's like, it's like eighty bucks uh, uh, every six months or something like that. I don't know what she does. She does well, it, it'll it, it'll boil down to whether or not users feel that they are getting enough to warrant paying more, right? And and it, it, Amazon will have to balance of like, do we really want to stomp Netflix into the ground as much as we can? We'll offer all this new content at no additional charge, or do we want to charge a bit more to get, recoup some of our costs because it had a cost, point blank, and and it would come into our profits, right? So no matter how much money you're making, no matter how much of this is just icing on top, it still costs you something, you know? I mean, I mean, I see your point, but I'm thinking right now with the sake of what they're doing, I mean, look, MGM is, I think, I think this is more for like the name cachet than anything else because MGM really hasn't been like a heavy hitter. No. As far as movies have been concerned, other than James Bond, for probably quite some time, dude. Probably for quite some time. I don't know. You know if, I mean, I, I don't much. If like, you're talking you know, about the golden age to... of Hollywood, you're talking about the golden age of Hollywood. Yes, mm-hmm. MGM is the shit. But when you're talking about like the last 10, 15 years, really, all they have is James Bond, and I think what I mean, there's movies scattered around here and there, but James Bond with Daniel Craig is really their big boy. That's their big hitter. Well, I mean, it. I think it stands to at least get closer to to a, a more even playing field because yes. Netflix has been. Correct me if I'm wrong, because this is just my experience. I feel like Netflix has quite literally just pounced everybody else in the market for a while now. Like they've just been printing money, investing in themselves, buying new, you know, greenlighting new shows and movies and their own content under their own envelope and just. I mean, they're just bankrolling at this point. I mean, did you guys watch that last Blockbuster documentary? Sure did. Dude, it was crazy. I thought it was Netflix that killed them, but it wasn't, dude. It was just no, their it debt. it was them. It was their debt. Yeah, it was themselves. Their debt is what killed them, man. That's insane. Because they yeah. would have beaten They would. They almost bought Netflix. Yeah, they didn't, which was dumb. That was dumb. But, I mean, they but, almost bought it. But either way, but like, yeah. I think I think that this will help Amazon kind of get a little bit more in the door with, I guess you could say, uh, quote-unquote boys club of Hollywood, of being one of the big hitters, because now they have like like a royalty type of studio in their in their portfolio. Mm. I just wonder how the, this would have uh, panned out if somebody had the foresight um, that Netflix had for things like Redbox. You know what you just said too, dude? You just said they have like a royalty thing. That's probably where the money is, where the real investment is. Yeah, in the name. 
it's not just is in also having all that content to to give to Amazon or or iTunes or who all the other services yeah. to use and to stream on their platform. Yeah. That's where the money is going to yeah. be made, probably. Yeah, but do you because think they're gonna, Amazon wants to do that? Like, they're trying to compete with Netflix. Why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they? It's money. Why wouldn't they? It's the same all reason Disney's people... bringing everything under the Disney Plus envelope. Yeah, is because but they're trying to no, bring it all that, in. That's but, different, because they're, but they're not leasing that out to Netflix. They can take these MGM titles, the 17,000 of them, and lease it out to Netflix. Lease it out to... What are the other streaming services I, I got you. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Brothers, it's like the same reason that... Disney didn't want to just send everything out. They're pulling in all the, they're bringing it all under the Disney Plus envelope because they want that to be the single streaming platform that people use. They're trying to compete against Netflix. Yeah, it's not. Why wouldn't Amazon that. do the exact same thing? Bring it all in house, put it on Prime Video because yeah, Amazon they could do it. But Amazon, why would they? Amazon, I feel like is a global entity. Man, they don't yeah. care. I think they just, I think they care about making money and like, and not making money in the in like the the machine way or like like. You know, like coming across as like, like I don't know, like behemoth like, of the industry. Yeah, kind of thing. yeah. Which they are. I think all they care about is like we can afford to buy this and use this as another way to generate revenue into yeah. our into our to our company. So mm-hmm. we're gonna do it, and then also too, we can release these this stuff to our current customers and have maybe more people buy into Amazon Prime. I really don't think that they're buying this catalog to just ho- just to hoard it under yeah. Amazon. I so- highly doubt it. And, and, you know? and if you want to think of this, and let's think of this as far as in regards to retail. Let's talk about this retail. So if you think about it, Amazon just bought MGM. I think of them like entertainment-wise as like the Walmart of like entertainment. Yeah. They just bought this. It's not like Walmart is becoming like this whole thing where they say, oh, I'm just going to take you in and I'm just going to create my own thing under your platform and it's my money no no what they do is they bring in people and they also make their own kind of certain products but they still bring in those products but at a much more discounted rate because those companies know if they get into walmart they're gonna double and triple the revenue so what this is is that yeah i'm gonna have an amazon prime but i'm also gonna tell netflix i'm also gonna tell uh hbo max hey i'm gonna you can have this you can have this and itunes you can have this title just I want this percentage off every single mm-hmm. time it's shown, yep. and they'll just and 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 those titles they'll they'll do those titles they'll do that for those titles because they want that revenue. So I just think it's just like it's they're not looking to be a streaming yeah. giant. No, like they're that. not. That's what they Am- just Amazon want revenue just, streams. Yeah, they're just trying to make money. I don't think they care about being the number one video streaming site or the number one. Uh, whatever Content music provider. music streaming site yeah i think they care about just making as much money as possible i think yeah. they want to be the number one most uh most i don't know most revenue company in the world they don't care about a niche i don't think so no. i mean we could be dead wrong but i highly doubt it i because yeah. because based on based on the way they do their things like they started as a bookseller yeah as a college bookseller that's what they did they, they sold books for colleges for college students used books he used it in his garage and then he moved on to other things. So for them, it's constantly finding revenue streams. That's what they're into. They're into constantly finding revenue streams. And that's moved on to their storefront. That's moved on to Amazon Prime because you can rent on those. I mean, it, I mean, and you could re- and you can and they also, I mean, think about it. They have the movies in Amazon Studios that you can also rent on iTunes. 
Yep. It's not like they Apple's. Sure it's not like Apple's. You know, tell them, oh, we're not going to show your movie in our in our thing because Apple's getting a percentage of that too. So, I mean, that's yeah. just that's just my that's my opinion, dude. Okay. So, you guys ready to talk about Blue Valentine? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I no, wanted to bring up that. Did you guys see that they greenlit a live action TV show for D and D? No. No, I didn't. How do you? That's do all that? I know about it. I, I I saw it on Nerdist. And is it, it just like writers that come in and write campaigns, or like they just what are they doing? Or is yeah. it a I show mean, like with like actual like to, story? It's supposed to follow, and I've forgotten the name of the character, but there's a character that's recurring from a handful of uh, campaign guides in the past, and they're following his story, you know, through I guess the first season or something or other. And I, I want to say that it was greenlit on Netflix, but I'm gonna have to double check real quick. But I saw that and I was like, man, I am I'm pumped for some more like lore, mythology, you know, ancient whatever, you know, like it, it's essentially Lord of the Rings without being part of the Tolkien universe, right? Mm, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I was never really, a, I never was never really a big D and D fan, but I, oh, excuse me, I do love my fantasy. I always wanted to play it. No one has ever invited me to their game. Uh- I tried once, dude. I just, I'll be honest with you. My imagination does not work that way. <laughs> I mean, I have I, I have a lot of fun with role-playing games as far as on the internet. I have like video games like Final Fantasy and shit like that, where, where I don't have to think so much of like, oh, here comes a demon. I'm going to, you know what I mean? Like I, that kind of shit doesn't work for me. Like yeah. I, I need to be spoon fed. My imagination yeah. to a certain degree, you know. Uh, okay, Fair I don't enough. have the imagination to come up with this, but if do you've you know, got ideas, I would love to watch it. I know, do you I play? Try- do you play it, Derek, or no? I don't. I, I've always wanted to. Um, I've actually been searching for a game, but you know, finding that kind of stuff in the midst of COVID is not easy. Yeah, um, because a lot of people like to play in person and, and all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, interesting. All right. So yeah. So then, like. So with the D and D stuff, dude, it's just it was just one of those things, man. Where I just was not, I was just it was just not for me, dude. It just didn't work out for me. But I haven't. It, uh, the only to, to be honest, you know, like I, I've seen people who like stream it online or they'll record it and post it on YouTube or whatever, and you get to like listen to their story and listen to their campaign and what they do, and I find that entertaining. That entertainment has kind of pushed me to want to go and play the game. I still, I've never played it. I still don't have a clue if I, if I can keep up with all that, or if I have that imagination or whatever. But anyway, it, it, they released, um, I was looking at, they released a, a short video to kind of, kind of almost like a trailer kind of thing. And it was narrated by ben, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, and Ooh, nice. Um, it follows a character named Drist Orden. I'm probably saying that wrong. I apologize. Apparently, he was some kind of recurring elven character that uh, was from a few different campaigns. So I, I wasn't sure if you guys have heard about that or even care. No, I haven't heard about I it. I mean, it's all good, dude. I mean, there's there, there. I mean, it's it sounds exciting. I wouldn't mind watching it. I'd have to see what how they pull it out and see how it works out. But I wouldn't mind seeing that. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. It's a tough time to start something in that genre with the coming Lord of the Rings show. That is tough. Did they say where it would be shown? Uh, I don't think so. Let me look and see if I can. Do, well, do, do. while you're doing that, it was, I wanted to kind of see a couple of things. Did you guys, I mean, I haven't read too much about it, but did you see that they finished uh, the deliberations and now it goes to uh, a decision time for uh, 
Epic, Apple and Epic. Apple and Epic, yeah. Yeah. Some of the early predictions that I was reading about, they seem to think that Apple will come out just fine. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, I don't know if anybody's. We probably should cover the basics of what this is about. Um, I mean, we did a few months. Of, we did a few months ago, but go ahead, man. Well, essentially, what was happening is Apple obviously produces the Apple App Store, right, for all of their devices, their mm-hmm. you know tablets and phones and everything else. And mm-hmm. with that, they they will offer you to be able to publish your application, your game, your whatever on there for other people to use. And they take a 30% cut of any revenue that you generate, whether it be the initial purchase or recurring purchases and all that kind of stuff. And Apple claims that this is due to uh, protecting the client, you know, the, the people who are purchasing things by using their payment engine. And that's why they take their cut. And, and it, it stands to reason that, you know, there is some cost that Apple should be recouping because they're hosting it on their servers, on their app store, allowing it into their ecosystem, and, yeah. you know, all that kind of stuff. There is a certain amount of revenue that Apple, I think, is due. Uh, but whether or not 30% is uh, fair or, or, you know, good for the market and all the, you know, think about like small app developers who, you know, they've had it downloaded a couple hundred times and maybe those first few were free downloads or something like that, whether or not they should have a 30% cut pulled for them. Yeah. And they, they, I mean, to, to be fair, this has been a pretty common practice. I mean, it's the same thing on the PlayStation network, on the Xbox network, on yep. Epic, uh, Epic games themselves, I think reduced it here recently, uh, maybe a few years ago. Um, and I think if I remember correctly, I think even steam, had the same kind of cut that they were using. So all the major uh, outlets for you to, you know, sell digital goods like this have had this type of almost exact same cost structure. But the argument was, well, if you can cut a special deal for, I think it was Netflix or something like that, or maybe it was Amazon that that gets a special deal and nobody else gets it, then why can't other people qualify for it? Yeah. All that. I don't know. I guess Doesn't we'll have to wait good. and see. I don't know. I mean, I don't think anybody's really going to push Apple to do much. I mean, I mean, they make so much money. Who knows what they're going to do? So, it's it's it's. I don't think I don't think it's really going to go anywhere. I don't think I don't think Epic's going to really get anything out of the deal, and then they just have all these lawyers they got to pay for and all that jazz. So, I mean, no. I mean, I think it'll I think it'll have to boil down to to one of two things. One of two things I think will have to happen. Either Apple will be forced to negotiate pricing which I don't think will happen. It's their ecosystem. And theoretically, they should be able to charge whatever they want. And, and in my mind, yeah, assuming there is a competitor, yes, they absolutely should be able to, in my mind. Um, that's my opinion, okay? But um, that would imply that they would permit a competitor to be on Apple devices, a rival app store to go to. And I don't think Apple wants that either. I think they would rather be able to negotiate pricing on a case-by-case basis than to Mm -hmm. just say, well, somebody can literally go right next door with the same app store on the same device and get the same kind of functionality and all that kind of stuff. And I don't think Apple wants that above anything. Yeah, that's what they they say might happen. They have to open their app store, like the technology or something like that. And they don't want anybody to be touching it, so... Well, and their well, argument is they keep pushing for, well, you could just develop into a browser app. Yeah, except for they don't work as well and exactly the same. The technology's yeah. not there yet, you know? I mean, anyway. Yeah, I mean, and there's that. I mean, so, I mean, I, I don't know. We'll have to see where it goes. They say they won't have a, they say that uh, the, the, there's a, there was a rumor that the judge said that she should have a date by mid-August. And she said, no, I was joking. 
I was joking. So they're not expected to have a uh, uh, a decision probably until the fall. Well, and, and that the judge was asking questions directly to to who is it? Tim Cook, I think. Yeah. Um, and uh, who's the other guy? Is it Craig Federighi, the other guy who works at Apple. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's there's a lot there's a lot of stuff that could be changing with this, and we'll see we'll see what comes out of it. And thus ends the most boring story in our news feed today. Hands down. <laughs> I have right, nothing now, to offer. All right, all right. So now now that we've gotten that one out of the way, um. I want to talk about Eternals. No, 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 no. We're not gonna talk about okay. Eternals. We're not. I actually found enough news. We don't have to talk about Marvel. So there you go, Eric. I Wait, think of you, bro. There's still more news. Good there's God! Mind like, you, the D and D Valentine is under. No, no, uh, no. Wait, wait, wait. There, there's so. two things that I think. I'm like two more things I want to talk about that I think are somewhat in you know interesting. Somewhat interesting. All right, guys. Yeah, if you guys want to fucking talk about shit, why don't you fucking find articles? Okay, <laughs> fuck me. <laughs> All right. Let's hear it. What is it? All right. So here's one. I got to start ragging on you as soon as you tell me what it is. At least Derek brings something to the table. What the fuck do you bring, Eric? (laughs) You bring Blue Valentine. That's what he brought. (laughs) He brought Blue Valentine. Shit movie. (laughs) I mean, fuck me. Oh, man. If you guys are ready to start talking about it, I'm ready. (laughs) No, no. Hold it back. Hold it back. You're ready. I'm ready. Pinch it off. We got to hold it for a little longer. I don't care what Derek says. It wasn't a shit movie. It was just wow. All right, so all right, so here's okay. We're gonna talk about these last two things. These are quick. One is actually really cool. I don't know if you guys are into literary, you know, like the books and old literature, but we'll talk about this one first. That's kind of like oh God, stupidness. What is it? It's a rumor going around Hollywood right now. Okay, okay. off of giant freaking bot. I got this rumor, um, and so and they're not they're not too bad with what they find out usually, but um, there's a rumor going around Hollywood that Tom Cruise wants to be the villain. For Lethal Weapon uh, Five, what? what? Oh, why sure. Is this, why is this news? Yeah, why not? I don't give why a not? shit. Whatever. Fuck it. I mean, it's something to talk There's about. There's another Lethal Weapon movie, and it's yeah, Tom yeah. Cruise. They were and gonna, you they know mean, what? It's called. He's it's good called, in com. He's good in action movies. He does his own stuff. Yeah, he's, he's a little weird fine. as a person, but yeah. hey, man, I'm pretty solid be actor for it. I think he'd be fine. I think. For I think because I mean, it'll be his first villain that he's played since he played Les Grossman in fucking Tropic Thunder, who we spoke about last episode in regards to blackface. Yeah. But yeah. but yeah. Uh, Jeez, yeah. but yeah. So he, he was uh, great in that. Too. He was great. So I mean, I don't he know. He was they the say- bad guy in that other movie too. Which movie? The back in the day, the '80s movie uh, with he, with the with the dragon. No, with the dragon. Oh God, why did I forget? A few good men. Cocktail. I think I'm, I think I'm a little drunk. Top no, no, it was like it was like <laughs> wasn't Satan in the movie, and it was like, oh, what the heck is the name of the movie? Legend. Legend. Isn't he the bad guy? No, he's a good guy. He's the hero. Oh, he's the good guy. <laughs> the, the bad guy <laughs> <that> was Satan. <laughs> the Satan. He's on the cover the of the movie. Was Satan. That's well, right. Satan. The bad guy was Satan. <laughs> yeah, the bad guy was Satan, and it was Tim and that Curry. That wasn't Tom Cruise. That, that was, was Tim, Tim Curry. Curry. Oh my God. Right. Okay, sorry. A little drunk. There was a lot of vodka in here. <laughs> A lot of vodka, a little bit of a lot of vodka, a little out of Palmer. There's barely anything left. I'm trying to get to a refill. Okay, I just want to talk about What's Blue Valentine. I honestly don't care about the news anymore. I just want to talk about Blue Valentine. All right. What's the, the last, second the, thing? The second thing is all right. So, did you guys ever read um, in high school like John Steinbeck? Yeah. Yes. Of course. Yes. Okay. So, uh, what uh, what did you read? Trying what to think. Of, uh, Grapes of Wrath of Mice and Men. I read. I read The Pearl also in high school. I didn't read that. Just Grapes of Wrath and a Vice of Men. Okay. But yes, he wrote Grapes of Wrath, Derek, if you didn't know this. No, no, no. I know that. I'm trying to remember the other one that I that <laughs> it was, it was, was the one about. It was, the, I know it was before 1990, but I want to make sure that you know he wrote f- that book. <laughs> Move on. What is? Know, what are we getting at? You here? know who John Steinbeck is? Yeah, <laughs> Shut up. 
You know, he's like next to Herman Melville. He's like the greatest American writer who ever lived. Look, do you right? want do you want my like whatever the millennial answer is? I saw the movie. No, I read the book. Okay. <laughs> You did see the movie though too. Let's just be I, real. I saw dude, both be, of the movies. I okay. Mean, which one? Well, no, hold on. Which of Mice and Men did you see? Did you see the one with Gary Sinise and John Malkovich? That's, that's the only one to see, personally. That, you, you, you didn't like the original one with Gary Cooper? No. Did no? he? No, no I've never seen the, part, the original. This one. is that, the part where you guys John can Malkovich make fun was of horrible. Me. I mean, like not horrible. Like it was just it was so good. Like I feel like it was like I was physically yeah, it was, upset. It was a lot, man. It was, it was a, a lot. It was a lot. This is the this is the part where you guys can make fun of me. Did he also write? The one, and I'm trying to remember the name of the movie. I'm not going to remember it. The, the most recent version of Gatsby. Gatsby. No, Did, no, that's no, F. That's F. Scott no, that's Scott Fitzgerald. Okay, so that's a different one. Then. Just yeah. Mice and Men. That's the only one I read. Okay, well, that, that's, a, that's a big one. That's a big one. I, I'll give you that. And also did Grips of Wrath. And he did also another one, which was a smaller one. called. It was a novel or more. It was called The Pearl. Um, that one was also depressing as fuck. But turns out that his estate, in his, his estate right now, recently, they found an unprinted finished manuscript of a novel that he wrote when with under a pen name. Oh, wow. Okay. That he wrote, it was one of the first novels that he actually tried to get published. Mm -hmm. It's a werewolf murder. Do you know how much that piece, that manuscript is worth right now? The thing is, is that the estate won't release it. Yeah. Do you know how much that's worth? I can only imagine, dude. Hundreds of million dollars. A ton of money. And so they found it, and it's completed. I mean, maybe. It's done. Not like, maybe. That shit is worth a lot of money. It's like right a 250-page manuscript, done, edited, and it was sitting in a vault in the Steinbeck estate. That shit is worth a lot of but, money. But here's 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 the difference, all right? There's two different there, – one of these is certain. There are two different definitely valuable aspects to this manuscript, but it's usually one, not the other. The first one is – he is a well-noted actor, everyone, or I'm sorry, writer, right. everybody knows he is. And, and obviously the physical first copy is going to be wanted by anyone who respects, you know, the greater writers of, of the, that century, right? That is almost certain that that is guaranteed that manuscript will have that value, right? Very likely millions and millions of dollars. I would argue probably close to at least, maybe a hundred million dollars, a probably. lot of money, yeah. fair, yeah. right? But if it wasn't released, especially if it was under a pen name, maybe it's just shit, and so it'll never make it to a movie. So here's, Doesn't matter. <laughs> here's, 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 no, no. So here's, here's what it's okay. There was an article in the Guardian. That's where you it get came me, up. Right? Like it's, yeah, worth, I, it's I get you. I get so, you. Maybe so, not as a movie. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. It has value to John Steinbeck to for the main reason is this. He created. Is he alive? No, he's mm, dead. No, yeah, he's been no, dead. Say, no, no. But this is how it had value to John Steinbeck. He published three novels, okay? He, he never published three novels before he got his first one published. Two of them he destroyed himself, which he was known for doing. He would destroy his own manuscript because he didn't feel like it was worth it. This third one is one he didn't destroy. He kept it. And it was the first one. It was the last manuscript Watch, he like wrote. Nostalgia. He wrote like before he got wrote. before he good. got before he got published after 1930. It's called Murder to Full Moon. It's about like a, a some gothic grisly murders that happened in a California town in the turn of the century. So it still has that. I guess that you could say that magical realism that he that kind of pulls around that he does a little bit. You know what I mean? But but it's or naturalism that he, that he does pull. But 
who knows? But here's the, the thing, dude. The state it says they won't. They won't. They won't release it, it man. It, that's fine if they don't. But here's the the bottom line about this. It doesn't matter if it's good or not. It could be a pile of shit. But guess it's, what? It'll make it into a when movie. When they publish that shit, it's gonna everyone. There's Walmart a, straight to DVD. Everyone's gonna buy it. It's gonna. It's 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 a gold mine, dude. It People is. are gonna buy it and add it to their their library of books. Even if it sucks, it's gonna sell because yeah. the long lost book that John Steinbeck has that that the last written new work from him. Come on, bruh. There's, People are gonna before, buy it. before he it, published it still, under his name. This is before well, he published it under his name. Like like everything else, it, it will boil down to how much money they want to put behind it because there are shitty Dude. scripts that have made good movies. Because they put enough money into it. It doesn't matter. It's John Steinbeck, dude. It's, yeah, dude. It's it's one of the America's greatest writers. Then dude. why aren't they trying to buy because this shit? Because the, the estate doesn't want to sell it for some reason. I don't think the estate's thinking to themselves, oh, we're not yeah, selling this a pile price. of shit. Well, they, There's probably a reason. They, they said, oh, it's because he, want, he, he was trying to release it under a pen name, so he didn't want his name on it. That's bullshit, dude. There's a, there's a That's reason the why. That's the dumbest Reason. But I'll tell you the reason is not because they're worried about it not being a pile of shit yeah. and not selling. That's not the reason why. <laughs> no, no. If Stephen King could write, you know, 10 novels in the middle period of his life under Richard Bachman when he was already an established author, I don't think a pen name, I don't, I don't think most authors give a shit about their pen name. <laughs> I don't think they really care, dude. All right. I don't so know, man. now that we've gone with the news, as you might have expected, Eric is super excited that we've done this. Yes, he's yes, been, yes. He's kind of been an asshole the entire time. Because he wants, I know, because he, he wanted to do this movie. He's like, I want to get done with the fucking news, guys. Get done yep. with the fucking news. Yep. All right. We're going to go we'll now. next week, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go. We're going to get done with the refill portion of the episode. Um, so we'll see you guys in about 30 seconds. Peace. <laughs> Back from our refill portion of the episode, ready to begin the motion picture and discuss the motion picture known as Blue Valentine. Before we do that, let's talk about our drinks. Are we coming back with the same? I got the same. I didn't change. I'm still drinking mine. I'm in a big cup, so I'm still drinking mine. What are you drinking, fellas? I'm. I, go ahead, go ahead, Derek. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't change. I didn't change. I just refilled. <laughs> I had to change because I drank my entire large Arnold Palmer with vodka in it because <laughs> so I was listening drinking? to you two just drone on about <laughs> Apple. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm trying to talk about blue velvet. The whole time. Is that a truly seltzer? It is. Are you judging Are any me? Good? Are you judge? Oh, you weren't judging me. I apologize for coming at you like that. <laughs> um, no, no. Seltzers are weird to me. I haven't found what I like, but I, I have some. Of it's in a, the fridge it's a good tried. alternative. It's a good alternative to beer. Cause I love beer and I'm trying to, you know, cut down my calorie intake. So, uh, it's a much better alternative to beer. It's not that bad. It's not amazing, but it it's you know does the job. He's looking to get white girl wasted tonight. Uh, I feel I like I'm that already was there. I thought that was Smirnoff like, that did that. I feel like I'm already there. To be honest, I'm really, this is going to turn into a shit show because 
You guys are just going to berate We were counting on it. It, 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 <laughs> might, it might have already turned into a show yeah. based on the technical aspect of what's been going that, on today. That's but true. Fuck, man. Anyways, but uh, before we get started, okay, so the movie that Eric chose for this week is the <clears> drama <throat> slash romance way. motion picture known as Blue Valentine. Came out in 2010. It's directed by Derek Cien France. Uh, it stars the 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 the, the amazing actors um, of uh, Ryan Gosling uh, and Michelle Williams. It also stars some other people, pretty good actors, you know, like John Doman, who played you know her dad. You know, and then there was a few actors here and there, some character actors that actually did a good thing. But really, the most important people are, of course, Michelle Williams and Ryan Gosling. So. Um, Eric, since it was your motion picture, why don't you go ahead and give us the synopsis, buddy? I would love to. I would love to. So this film is a hard, hard drama. And uh, the synopsis is, is this is a relationship of a contemporary married couple charting their evolution over a span of years by cross-cutting between time periods. And let me tell you guys, they did a hell of a job of it because... <laughs> They killed it. And um, this film is... My willingness to ever watch another movie? Yeah, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) This film is deep on so many levels that Derek could never comprehend or understand. (laughs) So because of that, this is going to be a great conversation. And I'm going to let you guys lead. I'm going to... I would like to sit back and hear what you guys think first. All right. And then I'm going to write notes on what you guys say, and I'm going to slaughter all of it. I promise all right. you. So here, here's, here's, I'll, I'll go with, I'll go, okay. All right. Derek, why don't you go first, dude? Because no, you're the one no, who was no. really, really hurting, apparently. So, no, Derek, you go first. You go first. Yes, okay. please do. I have my pen and paper right here. Please. <laughs> so, so here's, here's, here's the deal. <laughs> spoiler alert, by the way, spoilers, everybody. Yeah, if you haven't seen this, we're about to just, Spoil the fuck out of it. Um, and, and to start off with, if you haven't seen this movie, save yourself the time. <laughs> Shoot a nail gun into your own foot. It'd be a better spend of your time. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Man. Wow. Oh my god, bro! I'm so mad right now, but I don't know what to do with myself. So if you guys are true cinephiles out there listening to this, Derek has no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> Let me let me paint a picture for you because Please I'm do. I'm gonna Please I'm gonna paint give you that picture. I can't. I thought I thought heavily paint, about paint this. Picture Van Gogh. Yeah, and, for real. Uh, it all started when the first words that anyone in the room spoke after the movie finished between my wife and I were, "What the fuck, Eric?" <laughs> <laughs> and and I have to say I agree. However. Wait, your wife said that? He said that, yes. So here's here's the problem. Sorry, Betsy. I apologize. But but I'm not sorry because you watched a masterpiece. But anyway, go on. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Ultimately, when you if you really want to take a, a, a clear view of this movie, there are a few things that are happening here. They're, they are telling a story that is, I, I feel the way that it's portrayed, it feels very real. It feels very tangible. This is not a superhero movie. There's nothing that's like outlandish here. This is all, you could really see these, this turn of events play out this way. Um, and they did it really well. They told the story really well. You understand the characters. You understand what their perspectives are, the things they're struggling with. You even sympathize with 
maybe the, uh, you know, whichever spouse, you don't necessarily find the one that's your favorite, right? So if you, if you, if you side with the wife, you still understand the husband and, and vice versa. Um, and, and there's no sugarcoating of, of any emotion. They really take time to emphasize the little intricacies of how things are said, the way things are phrased, the emotions and mannerisms that people have when they're trying to convey different, different, you know, sensitive emotions here. So to that effect, camera angles are spot on. The script is spot on. The way the story is written, the way that these um, actors and actresses are portraying things is really, really incredible. Okay. Yeah. The thing is, it matters to me. Um, and, and it will matter to anyone who watches this movie and it will determine, I think, whether or not you enjoy the movie or not, what you want out of the experience. Hmm. And so for me, often when I watch movies, I watch movies for the shock, the awe or the escapism of reality, which is very likely why I lean towards things like Marvel and DC and sci-fi and yeah, space really shallow, odysseys. Really shallow shit. Yeah, I get it. Oh God, moving on. Um, and and <laughs> I, I do that. I, I, I'm not sure why, but there are certain aspects of real life that like this, this event, this whole, what Ryan Gosling's character goes through I could wholeheartedly see happening to people I know, to myself, in in other like in, in another life, right, in a, in a different universe, right, and that is too close to home. That is too real for me. That is too depressing yeah. for me, and and that's why after I thought because initially my my gut reaction was why the fuck would anyone want to feel like this after a movie? Yeah, but. I think it depends on what you're going into the movie to feel. If you want to feel something that is very close to reality, that is gut wrenching and makes you feel sad a little bit, but it's, it's, it's real close to reality. It's real close to home. Then you got to want that to enjoy this movie. I think because it's hard. I think, I think people are going to fall into the majority of people are going to fall into those two camps. Either I want something that is real or I want something that escapes reality. Right. Mm -hmm. And then, in between, there are people that are film buffs that will strictly look this as, as, a, as a literal essay and, and look at it from a filmmaker's perspective. And yes, it checks all the boxes. It, it is, it's an incredibly well-made film, especially for what is it, a, a million dollars they estimate they spent on this thing, which is a cheap budget for a big a movie that I'd heard about before I had any interest in it. Like I, I, it wasn't the first time I'd heard of this movie. Mm. So... Um, I think it boils down to what you're wanting out of that film, right? You got the minority demographic that's going to say, well, this is a, a, an excellent technical film. But the other two big halves are people that want to escape and won't enjoy this or want reality and will fall in love with this film. Mm, mm. And and I am not that person. Mm. I, I want to escape reality. I want to experience things that are not going to ever happen in reality. I want to, I want to, you know, fly through space or whatever it is, right? And all these different things. Yeah. And, um, that's why I I realized that the same reason I don't like this movie is the same reason I didn't like Requiem for a Dream. Yeah. It's it is it's too deep. It is too real. It is too yeah. just gut wrenching. And I don't want to leave a movie feeling like that. I don't want to feel sad or, or down mm. or whatever. And it and it definitely brings that out. Okay, I'm gonna respond to this if you might. Let me let me go talk ahead, about. Bro, go ahead, I'm bro. gonna respond and then I'm gonna let 
you tell yours and I'm going to respond to yours. Okay. So I wrote down notes of everything that you just said here, right, Derek, I wrote down of like everything you just said, I, I wanted to get a better idea. I wanted to make sure like I was really, you know, sucking in what you're, what you're laying argument. down. Okay. No, no, not just rebutting your argument because you didn't, the best part about this is that you just, you just told our audience not to watch this film. But this is what you said. <laughs> Let me point this out. You said the story feels wheel. They did a really good job. Wow, they really understand character. They really developed them. There's no sugarcoating here. They did a really good job with emotion. The cinematography was on point. The script was great. His mm-hmm. ex- the experience, though, that you had wasn't good because it was too close to home. Yep. So that tells me something. You felt very uncomfortable with this film, correct? Oh, yeah, for sure. That means they fucking nailed it. That's what yeah. that means. You're not. Yeah, but I didn't want that this. as a film. I understand that's not what you wanted, <laughs> but you don't always get what you want with movies, right? I understand yeah, that's true. not what you wanted, but you left that. You stopped watching that movie. Your your wife said, "What the fuck, Eric?" That's what she said, <laughs> which I think is amazing <laughs> because you guys just watch something real. You don't like to watch movies that, that you know, I understand your experience. And I totally, dude, I love what you just said there too, by the way, because I feel like there's only three re- three reasons that people watch movies. And it's one, to relate, two, to dream, which is you escaping, or three, just to be purely entertained. Yeah. That's it. And you're the other two. I'm that number one. <laughs> I want to. I, I, I didn't doubt that. I didn't doubt it the whole time. I'm not. I can't. <laughs> now, here's the funny part about it. Is I can't really relate to this film. My relationship is nothing like that. Okay. That's the wonderful thing. And I'm really happy about that. You know? <laughs> very, very happy. Right? Can you imagine? Yeah, like, yeah. Oh my God. Rough. But I'm not going to go into the reasons why I liked it yet. I'll go after Tomas. But the fact of the matter is, is that you had visceral, real feelings about that film when you left. And you think you didn't like it, but you loved it because you just listed eight things about it that were probably stuff that you haven't said about a lot of the other films that we've watched. So I refuse to believe (laughs) that you didn't like it. I know you didn't want to like it. I know that you didn't want to appreciate it because it did not pan out the way you wanted it to be, which I get 100%. But I do not believe that you think that this film is a pile of shit because you just listed all of your things that you said about it were all positive except... But I did not. I my experience wasn't good because it was too real. So, with that being said, I expect mm. you to score it a nine, eight. <laughs> look, look. I think I think your points are valid. I think I think you make make a good argument. Mm-hmm. I think though, ultimately, getting what you want out of a film is. To some extent, I guess person to person might be different, but to some extent is part of how you would rate a movie, whether or not you'd be able to watch it again, want to watch it again, or, or um, got what you, I, I don't want you, I, want, I don't want to say that people leave happy for a movie because many movies are not meant to be happy and mm-hmm. many of your favorites, I'm sure, are not meant yeah, to. Yeah, most yeah. of them, yeah. Yeah, so, <laughs> so that being said, you want to leave with the emotion that that you're looking for and I will mention that there are there are movies and TV shows that I have watched that have left me feeling uh, gut wrenched and and upset and and unhappy that I truly enjoyed that I would highly rate. This like just wasn't what? one of them. Like what? Name one. 
I think his uh, I think his his his, his uh, option is going to be this is us. No, I, I feel like that is what you're going to say. No, no. Like um, name one. I I will name two of them okay. because they're on my top shelf. Okay, great. Oh, okay. No, well, we no, don't have to okay. go into we won't no, go into detail, but just name no. one of the two. Name one of the two. One of the two is my favorite called Anohana. Oh, I don't know much about it. So is I, it anime? Yeah. Is it anime? It is an anime. Of course so, it is. Okay, it's easier for you because it's anime. It's it's not real. I know. It, it, it evokes the sad emotions, the gut-wrenching feeling. It left so, me feeling that way, but it wasn't real. We're going to have a little, a quick therapy session. Why do you think you have an easier <laughs> time with that than you do live action? Um, Because they're doing the same thing. I've seen some anime that was yeah. really depressing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they're doing the same thing, except one of them is purely all the way fictional because these are drawings, illustrations. And the other one's live action. So what do you think the difference is there? I mean, the only thing that I can, the only uh, characteristic that I can think of, I, I don't even necessarily give it much weight, but it's the only one that comes to mind. And it's the, like when I, when I looked at this character, I, I don't remember his name, the character Dean. that Ryan Gosling played. Dean. Dean. Dean reminded me heavily of a younger version of myself uh-huh. in, in high school and college. Yeah. And that it's almost like another timeline mm-hmm. of Derek, right? Mm-hmm. It is, is unsettling. It is unnerving. It's, it's, uh, it's the best way to explain it is it's too close to home. It's too close to, to what I can really, it's no longer just a movie with a character that's invoking a, an emotion. Yeah. This is telling me like, well, you can see Derek having gone down this path in another life, right? Mm. And that part, oh, I think it might be the same reason why I don't like Requiem for a Dream because there's a lot of scenes in there that bro, remind me a little bit of childhood in some ways. Dude, you are, you are preaching to my soul right now. <laughs> because dude, that is cinema, my man. Not that for everybody. Is, no, that's it is. Not for everybody. But that's for that's true that's, cinema. That is, man. That is cinema. That, that is, is no, no, cinema. No. Okay, it's okay. reaching into your soul, bro. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you this. Right, okay, go so yeah. I'm gonna say this. So for the for what you're talking about, it's not really what my experience was, but for what you're talking about, Derek, the whole point of cinema, okay, in my opinion. I mean, I'm not. I didn't study cinema, but I've loved movies. I did every, exactly. You know, because that's that's what you bring. You, you have, Stick your pinky up. Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, you and your but, fucking Chick Fil A cup. Hey, listen, but, bro. But this, all right, <laughs> don't so, come at me on Blue Valentine Day, bro. <laughs> so no, but here's the thing. The thing with cinema is, is that yes, movies are also movies are an escape. No lie. Because of the year we've had with COVID, yeah. movies are an escape. I mean, D- Eric talks shit, but I'm sure there are escape movies that he watches to just kind of just disconnect, bro. Absolutely. And they're not all dramas. I mean, he'll no. watch it. He'll sit no. down and watch fucking Die Hard and be like, yeah, yes. bro, get it, fucking Bruce. Yes. All right. Yes. So there's there's that. But the whole thing with cinema is exactly what you're saying. Cinema is made to evoke emotion, whether it's happiness sadness it's uh memories it's 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 meant to it's meant to make you think it's meant to make you it's 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 an experience of your senses that's what the whole point of cinema is ever since it was even silent times 
Silent Era. So you realize it makes, though, that- it makes you think and want to experience whatever is happening on stage, and it's supposed to invoke some type of feeling or sensation in your body. That's the whole point of cinema. And if, okay, if it but, makes but you you're, feel uncomfortable, you're the purpose of good cinema and tastes in cinema. There, there has been no argument that this film is perfectly, pretty close to perfectly made, right? It, as, a, as a film in cinema, it has mm-hmm. hit all of the boxes. No one is arguing that here. Mm-hmm. But whether or not it is enjoyable is up to your taste. Well, that's uh, exactly. Of course. And that's where my course. rating is going to come so, from. Yeah. And, and I'm okay with that. I'm <laughs> yes. Co- and you have the right to feel that way. But what I'm trying to point out to you, and, and also to piggyback off of what he eloquently said, is that if you, I think sometimes we're so used to wanting what we want and what we want to feel about cinema. Yeah. That we get into this zone where, like, okay, I only, I'm not saying you're doing this, Derek. I'm just using this as an example, but I only want to watch anime or I only want to watch kung fu movies. But you're, when you stay there for so long and then you give yourself a moment where you watch this film that makes you feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. because it brings me back to a place that I used to be or like somewhere that I could have, a road that I could have gone down. That's fucking brilliant, bro. Like it made you feel that way, and you see it as this is not good. I see it as this is an amazing moment that you just had. Embrace that, bro. That's a huge that a film made you feel that way. It's true. It's a no, yeah. big deal, dude. Look, it's look, a huge deal. If I ever made a movie that made you feel that way, I'd probably start crying if you told me that. But you're you're assuming that watching a Marvel movie doesn't bring similar emotions to other people. Uh, uh, perhaps, but how does it, how does Marvel, like, for instance, listen, and this isn't shit, I know I shit on Marvel all the time, those films are great, man, there's some that are great made, they're not all great, but some of them are, like, really, they're brilliantly made films, and some of them are really good, okay, I shit on, because most of them I don't like, but that's just me taste again, (laughs) but again, dude, how is, let me just, like, how, how is Guardians of the Galaxy, not, no, I don't want to use that one, how is it? Because that's a good one, right? I know that's a good one. That's a good one. I'm not going to use it. But he's like, gonna, he's going to Thor the Dark World. Yeah. How is Thor really connecting you no. to any point of your life? That's Honestly, that's what I mean. No, yeah. yeah Guardians no, of the Galaxy yeah. can, and that is one of the good ones, and that's why I like it because it does. It, it invokes an emotion inside of me. Okay. Yes. That is what film is, man. That is cinema, a million percent. And you I got agree. struck by the bug, and you're refusing. So you're you're trying to merge the two right the 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 well-executed cinema right invoking emotion and making people feel something Mm -hmm. which many films do this one does particularly well Mm -hmm. and enjoyment in a film those are two very different not always locked in i don't in step i don't the same reason why I don't agree with you dude i don't agree with you derek Uh, Derek, i'm gonna stop you dude i don't agree with you because it's all based on taste. That's your taste. Okay? It's I, you can't I, argue that this film is this film is somatically well done. It no, is. It is very good. It's very yeah. well done. And, and you yet just I still hate you, it. You also well, say, and I believe you don't like you. No, the way because, because I believe you, you, you don't yeah. like it because okay, you hate it in the sense of how it made you feel. You don't hate it as a motion picture. You hate it in the sense of how it made you feel. Because right. it brought up emotions and memories that you were uncomfortable with. And right. to that me, you, that served its per the film exactly. literally did exactly the point 
that it was trying to make. The idea is nobody, I don't think Derek C. and France made this film thinking, I want people to walk away being really happy about the end of this exactly. film. Exactly. Nobody no. feel like, I, even when I watch Not it, every time close. I watch it, I've watched this movie a ton of times. It's in my top 10. Every t- And I just watched it a few days ago. And when I watched it, I was like, you need to be happier. Dude. God, this film is a <laughs> fucking bummer, bro. Yeah. It is. It's a bummer. But I can, the fact that it makes me feel like you do, but in a different way means that this film is fucking great, dude, because I'm recognizing that it made me feel something. Are you saying that this is a better film because it invokes an emotion that many films do not? Not just that. That is, that is one of the reasons, but that's not the only reason why this film is not, and I'll go into it when I talk about it, but this film has some of the best acting I've ever seen. It's the, a, an amazing soundtrack. The, the music works perfectly with what's happening on the, on the screen. Mm-hmm. It was directed so well that those actors didn't even have a shot to do a bad job. The preparation that went into it was insane, which I'll talk about when I go into it. But there's so many reasons why this film is very good. And, it's, and it is not a fun ending. Spoiler alert, guys. This ending of this film is brutal. So, so okay, it's let, brutal. Let me, let, let me go into my yeah, my, my description. Do. Okay, so Derek, this is my... and by the way, I love you, man. And I hope yeah, I didn't, no, I'm not you. giving you a hard time here because I'm really Derek, fighting hard. Derek, no, we just Derek, definitely no, disagree. Yeah. That's fine. It's it's it's, it's it, look. Let's, let's, let's agree to disagree on yeah. that one. So, all right. So for me, this movie, I'm always about drama. I don't mind the hardness because I guess maybe I just didn't have a. Uh, a crazy time as a 20 year old because I met my wife when I was a sophomore in college and didn't really, and that was, she was the first girlfriend I ever had. And boom, we got married and we had kids. So I didn't oh, really experience college it. Sweethearts. Okay. Yeah. 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 So we didn't, we didn't really experience the kind of bullshit and shit that people go through. Wait, did you college. say college or high school sweethearts? College, college. She was the first girlfriend I ever had. And the last, go. the first and the last. First and the last. Yeah. Look so at this she, guy. So yeah, so I, mean, it, I just and because I, I was always the kind of person that was if it happens, it happens. If not, whatever. I, I never went looking for it. I wasn't a horn dog, you know. I, I, the girls me liked and, me because me I was Derek funny, were. but that me was and it. Derek both oh, were not, not even denying. Not even <laughs> but but all intents and purposes. So basically, so what we did, so what, so this movie didn't have that kind of thing for me. But for me, I I just I like the aspect of the motion picture because one, I was looking at it more in the technical sense because. I mean, I couldn't really relate. I can relate to the marriage portion of it, like the, the when they were later in life. Mm-hmm. Okay, like the later ones, the later scenes when they were married already. I can relate to some of that aspect in regards to the dynamic between the two because that's what happens when you're married. Not to that extreme. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I haven't been to that extreme. You know, God forbid. Knock on wood. I'm not at that point. But I mean, I can relate to the aspect of the relationship between the husband and wife, and with the kid and. All the different things you have going on that it it can it, it it can be almost you know like too much. It can be a lot for you to handle, and I can totally understand that. And so I lo- I, I definitely felt uncomfortable with some of the scenes when they were older because it definitely you know brought that to the forefront, which was cool. And I was all about it because look for me. Derek, Derek, we all know Derek is a lot about escapism, and and that's fine. If that's what you want to go with, I'm happy with it because that's because it's movies. That's the whole point. The whole point of this podcast is just to watch movies and to discuss, and that's what I love about it. Is that it's, no matter what the movie we talk about, it's just to discuss the motion picture and discuss our opinions of it. For me, I enjoy a good drama. I may not watch it more than once, you know, for that fact. Like 
I mean, like, I'm not saying this compares to it, but I've only seen The Passion of the Christ once, and I will only watch it once. Yeah, I don't need to because watch that again. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need to I watch you. it again. I hear you. Yeah. So I didn't even think movie, about that one, but yeah, that's another one. <laughs> <laughs> so this movie is not one that I'll watch again. You know, I will definitely, you know, let people say, hey, it's a great movie, and the acting is phenomenal in it. But be forewarned, it will make you feel uncomfortable because of the acting, because the acting is so good, and the direction is great. And and it was just, it was, for me, the movie was, it was just, it, there was all these things happening in the motion picture that I was like, wow. Like, I, okay, I'm just going to, I mean, I don't know if you want to talk about it, what I'm saying, Eric. I mean, I, I'm pretty much. I want to much, talk about anything you want to talk about. Okay. So, I mean, for me, this movie was really good in the sense that, one, technically it was good. Two, they really did some really good acting. And you could feel that. You know, these actors, like, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm reading some of the trip, some of the information when they were filming. And you could see that at the point when they were filming the, these scenes, when they were the older couple, like, like they didn't want to have any part of each other. And, and according to IMDb, I mean, at that point in the filming process, they didn't. They didn't want to be anywhere near each other at that point because they had been living together through the entire filming process. That's exactly what I was going to say, guys. That was the preparation that went into this Talk film. About, like, they did made them not together making with, wanna be a with that little girl too. That little girl was living with them. They were raising that little girl for like thirty days. I don't know about the little girl, but I knew between them, no, they did the little not girl want to be a part of it. Yeah. They didn't want to be part of anything with each other. And on top of that, and what seemed what was really uncomfortable for me, and it was funny because it just reminded me of different things. Is the whole scene in the future room. Yeah. And every, oh, I don't gosh. care who the fuck I don't care who the fuck you are, dude. I don't care who the fuck you are. If you're with your girlfriend or your wife at some point or another, you take her to these fucking three themed hotel rooms. It's just it happens. It happens because you're just like, we gotta go out. Let's go have fun. You know, let's have a night of fun together. And you right. go to these rooms. You and we've I've only done it once. I've done it once. I, it I've was, not, and I've been married for a while, so I, I hope I did that it happens once, to me. I did sometimes. it once, <laughs> but I, I kind of look forward to something not yeah, like that too, happening. Too, I'm not I did it. I did it once, and it was and it was the nastiest thing I'd ever experienced. We were there for maybe three hours, and we were like, "We're getting the fuck out of here." So, <laughs> because it's too gross for, for us to sleep in it, here. Yeah. Yes, when exactly. You stick to cotton sheets. Yeah, it was, a it was super nasty. <laughs> My, I had, I had, a, I, I'm not even like, I had a friend that did something in one of those. I'll talk about it off camp, off site, offline. But either way, offline. Yeah. Talk about that we gotta go out to a desert to talk about this. <laughs> we gotta get off the grid. If we're as long as it's it. not being recorded, we'll discuss it. So either way, the microwave, guys. <laughs> either way, either way. So, so basically, like, like you know, that scene when they were in that future room, I, I was so uncomfortable because yes. they're they're in close quarters. There, he's trying so hard, and it, it really make look. He's for trying me, to connect with her, by the way. He's yeah. trying to connect with her, and she's already told, like, basically. She's already Fort Knox, bro. Fort Knox. She's, she's walled gone. Up. She's not interested. Yep. She's not interested in him anymore. She doesn't want to be any part of him anymore. I mean, it's already, you could tell. And he's trying so hard to just get through to her and tell her, hey, listen, I'm still here. But at this point, she doesn't want any part of him. And, well, yeah, he's and, trying so hard that it's it's almost made him undesirable. Exactly. Like, no matter what he did at that point, there wasn't a way for him to win. 
And and just to like before you continue to Tomas, just so you guys understand, if you haven't watched the film, we're giving spoilers anyway. This film is exploring this this uh, these two um, young couples' relationship by intercutting them together. So you're watching when they first met and when their marriage is falling apart, which is awesome. I'm sorry, yeah. I just love that I, so much. I'm gonna tell and it's you, intercut dude, with each other. I yeah. loved the aspect, and this is for me, and I'm gonna totally like. Like you're gonna be like, yeah, that's why I like it. Is the technically aspect of the the, the intercutting where you see two different types of film. Yep, one's that, filmed on high def, the other one's filmed on literal film. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so, it was yeah. great. Like, I yeah. was like, wait a minute, I had to rewind it for a second. I was like, holy shit! And it's true, they used red for yep. the present. Yep, the high def uh, scenes, and then for the other one, they used like a like seventy millimeter or yep. whatever. Mm-hmm. So it was it, it it was it was it was prevalent. It was definitely prevalent for that. Mm-hmm. But all that being said, so the scene that really the part that really made me uncomfortable because the movie the, the, the movie, in my opinion, it checked all the dramatic boxes from the first ten minutes when the dog fucking died. Oh yeah, man. I'm Dude. like, what the Ruff. fuck, bro? I was like, as soon as that happened, as soon as the girl was calling out for the dog and the dog was missing, I was like, this fucking dog's dead. Is this how the movie's gonna fucking go? <laughs> like, Dude. I know. I was just like, it starts you off like, like, yo, this is not a good start. We're letting you know, I mean, this is not going to be a the, fun ride. The minute that happened, I was like, this fucking movie is going to take me for a fucking ride that I don't know if I'm prepared for. But when it got to the future room and they were drunk as fuck, and then they had the, the crazy drunk sex scene. I know. It was rough, man. That was super rough and super uncomfortable. Yep. And I was like, for a second, for a second, I was like wondering to myself, one, during the filming, are they truly doing it? Because it just <laughs> it was fucking crazy. Because I was having like flashbacks to the discussion that Kim Basinger and Alec Baldwin had during the getaway because you know they truly had sex during the getaway. Oh wow, I didn't know that. So wow. in the, no, in the getaway that. scenes that where they had sex, they had sex. Oh, wow. Because at that point they were married. So they oh, okay. had sex. Okay. So the scenes where the characters are having sex, it's them truly having sex, and the director did it that way. But this scene, when they were doing it, and the way it was shot, you know, that angle that it was from her head, you know, back, and it was all like, you know, kind mm. of like it's a good angle. It was a really a, cool angle. I know it cool sounds angle. weird, but for real, it was. It was yeah. a cool angle, like technically. Mm. But I'm watching that, and he stops, and then you wonder to yourself, I'm like, holy shit, is he fucking raping her? Like, because you know, contrary I think to that's belief, how he feels. Contrary to belief, you can still rape your wife. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, legally, you could still rape your wife. So, and then when he stops, he's like, "Do you want me to hit you? I don't want to hit you." Like, what he he's thinking to himself, like, "What is wrong with you? Why are you getting to this point where you well, want me to do to, this?" To, to, to paint clarity, she's not really participating. No, in she's the not. Act. She's she's willingly just accepting. She's a willing participant. She's a she's a willing. Uh, well, and she's it's participating. A <laughs> it's a willing participant, yeah, but she's not. But she's not she emotionally want, yeah, vested. She's not interested in doing it, but she's just doing it to get him to like get off of her, pretty much. And it is so uncomfortable. It yeah. is like, the most uncomfortable. So scene. uncomfortable the way she looked, and that's when like, and I'll go into when I talk, but like the acting in this film. She's it's amazing. on another level, man. She by is, both of them, but especially by her, man. She killed it so many instances throughout this film that I'm just like, this is hard not to watch this and be completely in awe of like talent in cinema all around. 
because the acting that these two kids at the time did, I'm calling them kids, but we're like the same age probably, <laughs> but like the, the acting that these two did just was, I don't know, it was exceptional on, on a lot of levels, yeah. you know, and I, I bought everything that they were doing. They yeah. didn't do anything to me that seemed fabricated. Like those scenes, you were truly uncomfortable, both of you and me included. Yeah, because we were buying what they were selling. You it's know, true. it felt like you were watching reality. Like watching you, this it, couple's it, life it, fall apart. Like when I was watching the movie, it made me like so happy when we would go back to their young selves. I know you needed it. You needed it, bro. You needed the breath of fresh air. You needed it because it was like when you would go back to and and, and also it was the whole thing because you know. And this is, I take a real big thing with the whole aspect of, of, of what the environment looks like, you know, with the future room, it's dark, it's dim, it's enclosed, you feel claustrophobic, you're like, it's like, it's like, you know, with, you know, and, and it happens with your partner, where you feel like you're in a moment when sometimes when you're like really upset with each other, you just, you, and you want to get through it, but you just, you can't breathe almost, you know what I mean? Or you're just at that point. And then when you have, then in the, in the past scenes where they're getting to know each other, it's very bright and it's very airy and, you know, they're always outside. It's, it's it's psychologically like that the scenes like they they drain you and it's and it's on purpose it's on purpose mm-hmm. the colors and the way the scenes are set up it's on purpose because you want to feel unfortunately Derek you want to feel <laughs> like you are the asshole who's a shitty house painter who can't fuck his wife you know that's that's who you are there's, at that point there's just there's <laughs> I don't know. There was just certain aspects of it that just hit wrong to me. It's, they no, they I, hit it wrong because wrong. it made you feel something. Look, it, uh, that's what made I, you feel like it hit it wrong. It gave me an undesirable feeling. It's not like, wrong. It's it, not wrong. Yeah, it's it it's 100% right, right. Yeah, it hit right. It that way. That's but, what that, that, that's, but, yeah. no, but I understand what you mean by wrong because you don't want to feel that way. Yeah. Well, no, because there's other it. movies that make me that make you feel negatively. Like Shinner's List? Is that what you're talking about? Is that your movie? No, we're not talking about that. <laughs> not that talking pick? about that. Is one. that your pick, dude? Are you going that dark? Nope. 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 nope yeah, nope, I'm not nope, gonna nope, lie, nope. man. I, I I'd rather watch Blue Valentine than Schindler's List. It's a lot. <laughs> Schindler's List is a lot. <laughs> so, he's man. he's picking Sophie's Choice. Oh, no. not even. <laughs> definitely not. It's another one. Anyway, another swing and a miss. <laughs> man. Um, the comedy man. The comedy yeah. man. <laughs> Another you did mention that the 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 music really was done well, and I, I kind of agree because I didn't. Uh, for, for me, uh, certain things about a film, like like we talk about, like CG visual effects and and kind of tricks with the play with here. the camera and all that kind of stuff, it's best when you don't see it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And the camera angles felt like I was I was there with them part of yep. the experience it the music yep. blended in to the point that it never once was even offbeat to the sense that it pulled me out for a moment i was still immersed in the story the entire time i'm, I'm gonna just tell keep you on saying great I'm, things I, I, I've admitted how technically great this film is <laughs> and I, I, i'm not denying I think storyline too you really think it's good you just did not appreciate the way you felt when it was over i think that's mainly that's, that's, what it is that's that's what we're gonna take You're from not this conversation about the way you felt when it was over 
No, but yeah. I think the journey Maybe of the film a better ending. No, the, <laughs> Maybe I that's think what it I ended, needed. dude. That film ended exactly the way it was supposed to. Exactly yeah, man, yeah, it was leading. It was leading downward. It, it, for far it, that, too that's long where to it was. That's where it was going to go, anyways. Yeah. You knew yeah. by yeah. what happened in the future room that it was gonna get to that point because yeah. she was not okay. Spoiler alert: There was the scene in the future room where they basically both passed out from getting how fucking drunk they were, and they had an argument, and she locked the door, she locked him out, and he passed out on the floor in the next in the in the in the front room of the hotel room. They were she gets called drunk too, ab- absolutely destroyed. Yeah, both and of then. Them. Both of them. And then she gets up, gets a call, because she's on call as a nurse, and she leaves, okay? And she goes back to her office, and she leaves him a note. He comes back, and he's still fucking hammered, because he's been drinking still, probably driving while he was drinking. And he gets back to her office, and he makes a total fucking scene and gets her Oh, no, he had to get back there by, like, a cab. Yeah, by a bus. No, bus. Yeah, a bus. She ditched him, took the car. She ditched him, yeah. Yeah. And then, so when he gets there, and then she finds out that her doc, the doctor she works for, has been hitting on her and wants her to have an affair with him. That's one thing right there. It doesn't just that she's good at her job is because she's pretty, which yeah. I mean. And then Dean shows up and makes a scene, punches her boss, mm-hmm. gets her fired, and then she has to go pick up her daughter and, and they I mean, pick up the kid. <laughs> and it's just one thing after another, and her, and, you know, because I think. Here's the that thing. last few, that last like 15 minutes is a lot. Was, it was a lot. It was yeah. a lot. And here's the thing that I was, you know, and I wanted to bring this up. I will say one thing that really, it, 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 it didn't, it didn't resonate with me in the sense of that. It just, I saw what was happening. Okay. She is with Dean, but she is her father because her father was abusive to her mother. And so she sees the way her father treated her mother. And I think to a certain degree, she started to treat Dean that way. And I think she cut it off because she didn't want to do that in front of her kid. That's my opinion of why she got over. Not only is it because I think she was already done with the relationship in her mind. But I think she knew that if she was at that point, she had made the decision previously Based on her parents' relationship, because you saw how ba- how bad her father was, uh, you know, at, at certain parts in the movie. I think she realized if she was at the point where she could no longer say she was in love or had a loving feeling towards her spouse, she was going to cut off. And who's to say she will never have a loving feeling towards her spouse? I don't know. But I think in the case of this relationship, I think she was at the point where she just was like, I don't love him anymore. If I stay in this relationship, I'm gonna resent this person, and I'm gonna have, I'm gonna cause the same havoc in my daughter's life that my father caused in mine. And I think she cut it off at that point for that reason. I I think that's a great and that's a very well educated like view of that. And I have actually never thought of it from that perspective at all. I'm here all week, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, had to, I had to lighten that up a little bit. I'm yeah, sorry, no, dude. no, 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 no. I think that's just an amazing perspective. That's not the way that I saw it, but that actually makes a lot of sense, you know? But I, I think mean, that's another beautiful thing about this film is that we're not all going to look at the, the the deterioration of yes, this relationship yes, the exact yes. same way, you it's know? True. Which I think that that's makes perfect sense what you said. 
I mean, I mean, I, I'm, and this is me. I mean, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go uncomfortable for you, Derek. So I'm gonna go real here for a moment. We started there, so go ahead. <laughs> so for me personally, I come from a broken home. My parents are divorced. I still have a, a relationship with my father, and Same I have a relationship with his, his stepmom, yeah, my stepmom, you know, my mother, and and I see what can happen. I've experienced what can happen in that kind of home when things aren't, you know, cordial. And so I made sure when I met my wife for the first time, who who was not from a broken home, you know, I told her from the get jump, we both need to make make sure that we promise each other that if we get to a point. Well, we do not love each other. Well, we cannot stand to be around each other. Well, we cannot find a way to get through whatever issues we get through. That we are done. No matter if we have kids or not, we have to make sure that we are done. Because people who stay together for children cause more fucking problems than if the kids are not there. Yeah. Yeah, it, uh, not you know not to I mean? say that everyone is like that, but I feel no. like the majority of people are like that. Yeah, like if they, they stay for the, the kids, it's, the that's toxicity a of that relationship inadvertently, even behind closed doors, yeah. leads into the relationship. I I, I make a lot. I have problems, my own my own issues from my relationship, but I was to a certain degree, I was grateful for whatever happened before I was two years old because that's when my parents got divorced. I didn't mm-hmm. see the deterioration. Yeah. I didn't yeah. see a relationship. With, I just saw the after effects, which yeah. was. Nasty as it was, but it was still it was for more of a public thing with the rest of the family. But and, either way, but I but like the way that they were dealing with, I could see which why I said why I said what I said. I could see the issue of why she decided to totally cut it off because she was already done. She couldn't. She didn't want to be around it. She didn't want to have that stuff happen in front of the, the baby. And it was already getting to a point where they were doing they were arguing in front of the kids. Had you had you guys thought about because this part kind of bothered me a little bit at the end there, um, you know, Dean is, you know, we learned throughout the movie that D- Dean's not the father. No, yeah. Dean is the father no. figure, nope. and yeah. and the father is Bobby Ontario. Yeah, dumbest name ever. I know it is. It that is. is the dumbest name ever. That's a I name mean, that's I, like I, that guy's it's a like name. the douche name, name, and I think <laughs> they did that purely on purpose. I hope it's on purpose. I hope it's hundred percent on purpose. The douchiest name possible. I just thought to myself, like, there's a hundred other names you could have. Bobby Ontario. Bobby yeah. Ontario, who was a college wrestler. I was yeah. like, fuck yeah. it, they did. I think that was completely on purpose. I hope anyway. so, because it was so, that point. I was like, God. So you, you realize that, you know, Dean knowingly steps into this father role. And and I think there's a lot of um, merit to, to people that are willing to step into that kind of role, yeah, right? With not expecting anything. Because it's, it's a lot of work without, you know, being able to claim the title of father necessarily, right? Um and he and, wants a kid. He wanted a kid with her, and she didn't want to give him one. Uh, yeah, and and so at the end, he they break up, right? And and he's left Spoilers. to go, and <laughs> and you know, th- there's no real. They don't touch on you know if there's visitation. Does he get to be the father role when it's convenient? You got to figure that out on your own, buddy. Yeah, be thrust out of the father. Figure that out on your own. But my opinion is that little girl knows that's her only father. Yeah, I don't think that care. I don't think Cindy's going to take that away from me. No, and you can see their connection is legit. That was like a big deal with this film is that this him and Frankie 
His daughter's he's name is He's not entitled to anything. That's no, he's the not. But this yeah. girl loves matter. him, man. Yeah, you and can tell. And you could tell he loves her with his yeah. entire being. With all dude. of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all because of if himself. he if he wasn't look, dude, if he, look, look, and this is where it's it's gonna get me, dude. I, I, I'm, and I'm I might cry right now, but the whole thing with the children is that when it comes to the kids, if he didn't give a shit about her to start, he wouldn't have been at her recital in the motion picture. Early, yeah, he got there early, yeah. dude. Uh-huh. He left work early to get there on time and be well, there. See, he, do, he doesn't you know what I mean. You see it with the oatmeal, right? Yeah, when, he's yeah. eating raisins he is, off he the is table. Being dad, he is yeah. being father, yeah. present yeah. That, and filling. There the is role. no other father in her life that she will connect with other than him. Yeah, no other one. And and uh, and and I mean, I know. From experience from someone who 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 found out that you know her father was not that that person's father was not her biological father, and that person, you know, that person's father, you know, they told her right off the bat, I don't know who you're talking about because I'm the only dad you know, and that's the only one I care about. Uh-huh. That's the one we should worry about, and that was it. And that's yeah. all that person needed to hear. You know what I mean? So it's just like, I don't think, I don't care. It doesn't matter. I don't think genetics has anything to do with it. No. It's if you. You have to be present. Want, you have to be that figure. If you want to be that figure, you can be that figure. I don't think genetics has anything to do with it. No. And all right. So let me, let me, let me give you my breakdown of this film. Sure. This is the, Please. this is the, this is the craziest fucking episode we have ever I know. had. I know. Guess what? We're going to new, we're going to new places. This is together why I here. called, oh, FYI, I, I'm calling this series the Embrace the Suck series. These because three you gotta sometimes. Sometimes yes. you just gotta feel the fucking Now, the suck, next time man. you pick a genre, Eric, I want it to be a little bit more fucking upbeat, bro. You Come don't on. tell me how to live my life. I'm gonna okay. fucking tell you, bro. You don't tell <laughs> me how to live my <laughs> life. You don't realize we opened this can of worms. Oh, He's going all the way down. I'm going. I don't know if I can do hard. another three episodes of that, dude. No, it won't be drama again. I promise. <laughs> I promise. So. The next it'll film be, we're gonna watch is literally just footage from Guantanamo of people being waterboarded. He's like, to he's, death. Like, he's, like, it. he's like, it has to be. It has to be Ginger Rogers and Fred Astaire musicals. <laughs> Not only gonna watch is people dying, and he's no, gonna be I'm, like, yeah, I'm it's greatest film of all no, time. I'm only doing James Cagney. No, no, no. Only <laughs> only modern slavery films. That's it. That's the next three. That we have to do modern slave films. Oh god! Oh, anyway, that's, god. I don't know how to feel about that. I no, I'm just kidding. That's not going to be. That's too much. <laughs> oh, that's too much. That's too much. I don't even want to watch. Like some oh, of those films, I can't Django watch Unchained. twice. Django that, Unchained. Oh, I can watch that more than once. But like Twelve <laughs> but, Years a Slave, we can enjoy once, the film. But I don't I know how to talk about it. Okay, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't have a place at that table. I would rather not have a voice. At that table, okay? <laughs> that's All fine. Right, we'll Dar- stay away from it. Anyway. Derek, Derek, go, go, Derek. Right, so, yeah. Oh, so anyway, so. This film, to me, the reason why I think I love it so much is all of the reasons that Derek stated before. You literally took all of the words out of my mouth, okay? (laughs) By talking about why you didn't like the film, which is hilarious, is the reason why I liked it. Um, Also, (laughs) too, you know, all around, it is in my top ten. I don't know where I would place it in that top ten, but I've watched this film plenty of times. Um, it's, It's... damn near uh damn near perfect there is probably no perfect film but it's really close and um 
I want to talk about the acting, guys. Like you, you, yeah. you gotta respect what you saw there. For real, okay. Dude. For From real. both of them, like Seriously. you know, you got Gosling, who is um, by some people an overrated actor, and by many others an no. underrated actor. The Look. dude brought the pain, and then you got Michelle Williams. Like, good God, girl! Like, dude, he she and- made me literally feel like I was watching a reality television show, and like this is really two people that have hidden cameras in their house, and we're watching them live out their life she is so good it's not even funny and then let's talk about the little kid too that Shit. little girl killed it dude yeah for real dude that girl's gotta be what four or five years old at that point yeah she slayed like dude. i thought like i i was just so impressed with that um with the acting in there that i can't even and every time i watch it more and more i'm like god like this is this like, is like really good. <laughs> like the acting is so good. Yeah. Ryan Gosling is like okay, like I like Michelle Williams a lot. She's great. I mean, my daughter loves her in great in The Greatest Showman. I mean, she loves her. You know, even though it's a cheesy musical, my, yeah. my daughter loves the characters. Ryan Gosling, I have loved Ryan Gosling ever since he's he was great. a fucking musketeer. I he's used great. to watch I used to watch yeah. all the musketeers when I was a kid. Yeah. I watched the musketeer. You didn't know he was a musketeer? I didn't know he was a musketeer. Well, oh, yeah. You guys don't even know what the Mickey Mouse Club is, so it's okay. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, dude. He we was make there. It 10 minutes. Dude, he was, he was there the same time that Britney and, and Justin fucking, Timberlake. Justin Timberlake yeah, were, and uh, what's her name? Uh, I knew that they were there. I didn't know that Ryan Gosling was there at the all, same time. Same time as her, Jason Aguilera. Jason Aguilera was there. Jason Chazé, fucking Joy Fatone. And Gosling. Yeah, and Gosling, they were all, and Gosling was the youngest one out of the bunch. Yeah. Like he was, he was like young. He was like the same age as Britney, I think, at that point, or Christina. Great actor, Either yeah. way, but he's. I mean, I've loved him ever since he was then. Like when he went to fucking, um, uh, what's it called? We are the, we are the, what's it called the, the Titans, whatever. Oh, uh, remember the Titans. Remember the Titans, bro. And then he went to fucking like. I mean, I don't care what anybody says. The Notebook is a fantastic fucking motion picture. It gets you going every time. <laughs> um, and then he went to fucking Drive. Yeah, dude, Drive is such a good goddamn movie. Fucking he that, is that film is movie. so good. Yeah, I think he probably movie. has so like good. maybe like two pages worth of lines know, in the entire bro. movie. And that's okay. oh god, is it is movie. is but he, he, okay. And I know I already know what Eric's answer is, so don't even answer. <laughs> but Tomas, is Baby Driver a better movie than Driver? No. Um, I have to disagree. I think it is, but Come here's on, the we were on the fact. same page. Here, here. No, 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 the soundtrack, no, no. right? We were on the it's, same page no, no, today, no, no. and you just ruined it. No, 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 no. That's the difference. The difference is, is the soundtrack is better on Baby Driver. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on, dude. Give me a second to explain, bro. Fuck me, bro. I'm here. Please. So the do. reason we might just say, I except love, for Driver is better. <laughs> I love, I love, I love Driver because Driver is a great flick, and he does an awesome job. I think. For you mean me, drive. You're talking about drive, drive. drive, drive right. Sorry, drive, drive, drive. I think drive is a great flick. I think Baby Driver is better because I just like. I prefer. I prefer Edgar Wright's directing style to what's his name, um, Nicholas Renfin. Uh, yeah, yeah. Winder, Nicholas Wingden Refn. Yeah, whatever the hell it is. 
Yeah, Did you say Ruffin. his name is Wingding it's Ruffin? Like Wind- it's, yeah. Winding Ruffin. Ruffin. It's Nicholas yeah. Winding Ruffin. I think that's what his name is. Although, yeah. I love Nicholas Winding Ruffin because I've seen what's, uh, the other one that he did where he was a fucking gangster with you, him. Only uh, God Forgives? There you go. I'm sorry. I think it's a terrible movie. It's a great, it's a terrible fucking movie, but yeah. I mean, I like the director. I'm saying, oh, no, no. I like Nicholas his... Redding, I think that's what it is. Winding Reffin. Let me make sure. Winding yeah, Reffin, Nicholas, yeah. I'm right. I was correct. Yeah. I just want to make sure. Nicholas but Winding... I prefer, but I prefer Edgar Wright's style. And honestly, Edgar Wright is probably a better writer director than Nicholas Winding Reffin. His is, catalog in my is, but that film is, I don't think Baby Driver is better than Drive. I do. I... I hey, think that that's, Edgar that's Wright's catalog point, that's the whole destroys point of film, Nicholas Winden Refn. I agree with that. But when you talk about Drive versus Baby Driver, Drive is just stylistically better, cinematically better. Uh, soundtrack, I think Drive soundtrack is better. I think the uh, acting is better in in, in Drive. We'll, like that's but again, we'll agree it's my opinion. Yeah, it's yeah, my yeah. opinion. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. And they're both yeah. great movies. I love yeah. both those movies. I love Baby Driver too. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's a bad movie. It's no, a no, no, no. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like, you know, but th- that's the thing. But I mean, when it comes to Ryan Gosling, he is absolutely phenomenal because I think his, in my opinion, Ryan Gosling's best movie for me, the way it is, is The Nice Guys. Because it's, he's it's so fucking movie. weird yeah, it's a good movie. in that movie yeah. that it's just, it's totally different than what you would expect him to even be a part of. And he's so fucking funny, which is another side of him that I haven't seen in a long time. I think I think he's so well versed that he's when this great. when I when I saw this movie, I was just like, bro, I'm I'm down, dude. Let's just, yeah, let's you got You got to respect the game, dude. You, you for real. You got to look at his his catalog. You look at the nice guys. You look at that one movie with Emma Stone where he was the hot guy. What's in oh, Steve what's it Carell? Called? Um, uh, totally Sex Crazy. I think, it's, I think really it's called. I think it was called Sex Crazy Love. What was yeah, yeah, something, something like that. that. Stupid Crazy Love. Stupid Crazy Love. Stupid crazy was, love. He, was, he was awesome. Yeah, yeah he you was look hilarious at that, and then you that. look at films like this, like 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 Blue Valentine, like Drive, like Place Beyond the Pines, and wonder where he went wrong. La La Land. Oh, no. oh my god, Jerry. dude! Do you know him? Do you know mute he, this guy? And then and then in La La Land, Derek. Do you know that La La Land that he had to learn how to play? piano that's him playing piano every yeah. fucking scene dude the dude i believe it because he's great and la la land is great he just it, we can't Dude's fault catalog. him for having one bad oh movie. my god oh <laughs> jesus christ i think i'm gonna mute him dude yeah. i'm gonna go ahead and mute him uh, dude. <laughs> all right i didn't get to finish talking about the film yeah please. Okay, sorry sorry go, so go, go, go. um so all of those things, and, and I loved the soundtrack a lot. So the soundtrack was made by this band called Grizzly Bear, who I really like a lot. I like Grizzly mm-hmm. Bear on their own, and I actually have been listening to Grizzly Bear before I saw the movie. And I saw this movie in the movie theater with my wife, and I remember being like, "Oh shit, is this Grizzly Bear?" Because I'm like into indie film, indie music. So like, I was Emo. like, "Oh shit, is <laughs> anyway." <laughs> 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 I heard the music before it was big. Whatever. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm going ahead and let me just, let me just lift my nose at you. <laughs> Guys, don't be mad that I'm cultured, okay? This is still the mad. Cultures is what you want to call it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a cultured guy. So. All right, I'm just going to appropriate that word for this thing. Okay. <laughs> so ahead, my, my wife said something really funny to me. Actually, I was going to point this in. I was like, we're talking about Blue Valentine tonight. And I was like. Tell me she hated think, it. Tell no, me no, she hated no. it. And, she go, and I was like, I'm pretty sure they didn't like it just based on what they were talking about and she goes what because the reason why she said what is because like she feels that like people that are cinephiles should understand this film but what she said directly after she went she said what she goes i mean like i don't ever want to see it again i'm gonna be honest (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh man. But she doesn't want to see it again because you it, it's it's like what Derek said, like you mm-hmm. leave empty because it's sad, but she also recognizes the immense talent that went into making this film. So she goes, This is a great film, dude. But I never want to watch it again. You, you know, I'll tell you I'll tell you something that really brought me back to like high school. Just one thing. So I, when I went to high school, I went to a Southern Baptist private school. Okay, mm-hmm. which is it's not just a a religious private school. It's a Southern, Southern Baptist, Independent bro. for real Baptist. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Like we couldn't have pretty we deep I, there. Yeah. I didn't have so- dances. <laughs> I didn't have dances. If we were caught at a party, we would get like two weeks worth of detention. Sometimes even suspended. Not even gonna lie, dude. If they caught you smoking, you were suspended for three weeks. Oh wow, dude, it was intense. And you and you and it 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 was. If they caught you smoking off school, like let's say Saturday night, you're at the mall and you're smoking a cigarette, and a teacher finds you. The oh, so even when you're not at school, yes. Oh wow, okay. So like my give you some context my my sophomore year in high school yeah my sophomore year in high school is the end of the school year is literally the last week of school and supposedly the juniors and the seniors had a party and there was alcohol at the party <laughs> well there was a narc at the party of course and that morning that Monday before school ended every Monday we had chapel that Monday. The pastor came up and goes, all right, this weekend there was a party between juniors and seniors, and we know who you are. I'm going to name some names. You stand up. Wow. Dude. Well, they took a list. Yeah. Oh, wow. that kid I'm got. telling you, somebody narked. They got a, had a narc. And there was about, there was about like 15, 20 kids who got stood up, and they told them, you are suspended for the rest of the school year seniors, and this is the thing, they told the seniors, they said, you're spending for the rest of school, you're juniors, and for the first week of school next year. And they said, seniors, okay, we are holding your diploma until you work a, uh, until you work a session of the camp. So what? they had to come back during the summer to get their diploma and work the first camp session. Yeah, that's um. Okay, this is how they that's did. That's how they did. It's craziest, and I, you saw, and your parents signed. Where was this again? In Florida, this is in Miami, in Miami. Oh, yeah. Jeez. This and then, and then and then they had and then your parents signed like the student handbook, which said that they could absolve any type of punishment they could, even if it was outside of school. Yeah, Dude, and it was just that kind of thing. That's how the school was. That's how the school was. <sighs> FYI. So just to give you an understanding, so. As I'm watching um, uh, of this motion picture, and there was the scene where she was, and, and I'll th- I'll tell you why this is context. In my high school, at one point during health, okay, during health, during they health. show you they show you a video of a vacuum aspiration abortion. Oh, so what she was going to experience in high school. Yes, what she was yeah, guess, gonna, what she was school, gonna, that's a religious enough. high school, so I'm not. It's a religious high school, that. so yeah. yeah. So what she was gonna experience, I actually saw a video of it. Now, granted, the video is not like them sticking it in her fucking vagina. What I'm saying is, you see the uh, what's it called? What's that word I'm looking for? The um, the X-ray machine, um, the um, sonogram, the sonogram, yeah. sonogram recording of the aspiration 
abortion. It is one of the most, I can remember to this day, it's one of the most horrifying things to watch. I mean, but I, and I'm not denying that it's something that a decision that the person has to make. I was just like, I was like, I hope that she. I mean, they, I mean, they 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 chose one of the worst, one of the most crazy experiences for someone to experience because of that, and it really brought out emotion in the sense of like, like I feel so bad for her because this is not going to be comfortable for her at all because it's literally, it's okay. This is, I, I mean, it's just, talking. anyway, the, yeah, it, it says a podcast. <laughs> yeah. I was just saying that that's the kind of emotion this movie brings is like things of that nature was like, fuck so me, man. What you're saying here to, to get to the point, you saw Sorry. a video in high school and it invoked a memory of an uncomfortable situation whenever the character was yes. about to endure this. And guess what? I was happy I experienced it because it was done beautifully. The movie? Yes. Oh, yeah, we've all agreed. We're not arguing about that. <laughs> oh, so no, you agree it's you, a great film. You agree with me. Yeah. So you agree it's a great film. It's made perfectly. Okay? There's there's no amount of direction that I could have asked them to, to go other than change the fucking story. But it was shot and filmed and produced and music, all of these things were uh, really just, done just, masterfully low. All yeah. right. Well, I understand. I mean, well, I, I mean, I, I agree with you. I, that was done in a masterful level. And I, I, the difference, I guess, between me and you is that I go to films like I go to films to relate and to be entertained and to dream. I do it for all three. Yeah. And if, if I get hit in a film with all three of those, that's like, I don't know, I don't know, some sort of like a make my brain explode. But when I get even just one of those really well, which with this one, I, I couldn't a hundred percent relate to it. But I was entertained by the fact that I was moved by what was happening. I was moved by the acting. And I was moved by the beauty that was the cinematography and the technicality put behind this film. I so, so for me, it was a lot in that to intake there. And I think it's just, I don't know, man. There's something about this film. That- it has to be, for, for me, it has to be that... I mean, I almost don't even think that it, it, it hit too close to home, honestly, at this point. And the more I think about it is just I don't like how the film ended on such a negative note. It's the same reason that I didn't in, I didn't enjoy the beautiful portrayal of what dreams may come. God, I hate that goddamn movie. <laughs> what? Is, is it because, it. Is it it because so of what it makes you feel? No, it's not because I want to make it feel because I think it's cheesy. I think there's things in it that are not like I think it's too far. I can't wait to give you my pick. I can't. Wait. <laughs> if, it's what, if it's what dreams may come, I'm gonna it's lose not. it. It's not. It's not. I would give you that. I would. I would accept it. But I'm just it's saying. The same, gonna... It's the same. Same reason I, I, I didn't enjoy this film as that film is. It's, yeah. It ends on such a negative note, or it le- even if the movie doesn't finish there, you you leave with that emotion that. I don't want to feel like that at the yeah. end of the movie. Yeah, I, I need I need some type of positive resolution for me. Uh, that's and, actually, and, you know, it's funny. That's actually the first movie I took my wife to go see. What dreams make bad choice? Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh no, we love that movie, dude. Yeah. We love that movie. I mean, dude, sure, I mean it's a good movie, but it's not the great first choice. So, so Derek, <laughs> you're you're much like my wife. She doesn't like to leave movies with open resolutions or movies that are like kind of a glum uh, or like ending. A, like like a, if, yeah. leave, if I, yeah. I don't she even care like if the movie that. ends I positively. I just can't it. leave with that negative. I love it so much. No. I love I the way I enjoy this that. film ended. It, it, I was it like, this is the perfect way. Yeah. 
Because then we get to have conversations like the one we're having. The conversation. Just wait. Listen, the conversation that we're having about this film right now, dude, the conversation that we're having about this film right now is not only just one that's giving us, um, you know, we're not on the same page 100%, but we're having like depth. There's depth behind this conversation. Yeah, for real. And that's why that's the kind of movies I like, bro. I want to watch movies that are going to make us talk about it, even when you say you don't like it, but secretly you really do. Mm, okay. Debatable. Secretly you really do. Mm. <laughs> yeah, oh, you know what? You know what's funny is that, that like, you know, okay, just for another sake of the thing, like Bobby Ontario. Let's talk about Bobby. <laughs> yeah. Talk okay. about, okay, we can go talk back to that real asshole. quick because that's a great fucking name for a character it's you instantly true. fucking hate. I know. It's, and, and, I agree with that 100%. And, and, and the, the whole, and then you find out that, of course, he's Frankie's dad. Uh-huh. Might as well have been named Chad, okay? <laughs> like Chad Stevenson. Chad, Chad, Chad White Chad Guy. Chad, Chad White Guy Chatterson. Like, yes. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it was the scene where he's like, where he's, you know, you know, having sex with her again. You know, he's having sex with her in his dorm room, and then he he finishes inside her, and she freaks out, like, "What the fuck?" You know, like and he doesn't care. No, nope. he doesn't, he doesn't give care, and he what doesn't a give dick. a shit. Chad, Not even close. I mean, Chad, Chad, Bobby <laughs> Ontario, Chad, Bobby Ontario, and then when you meet him later in the film, you're like, "God, you, I still hate you." And then go oh, no. Are you and then, faithful and then, and, to him? Yeah, dude, dude, I and still ask, hate that. you, Bobby. No, no, no. Not only that, look at that. Did you see the hat he was wearing? Uh-uh. Yeah. What was it? Oh, it was the greatest dad something. or something like yes. that, right? So he was yes. had a baby. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. God. And it just, I was like, no, look, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be 100% honest with you. No fucking father wears a greatest dad hat to the supermarket. I have never worn. Not to pick my, up chicks, especially. I, I love my kids. I will die for my children. I'm going to buy will, you one. I'm buying you one. I will never it's wear I'm my greatest one. dad t-shirt. You do? Or <laughs> Derek has one already. I don't, I don't own one. I don't own one. Okay. I do own like one of those. Uh, my wife bought me a. I will a never wear shirt. that to the. I will never wear that as a supermarket. Not even just to, to pick up. I won't wear it to pick up fucking. If milk. your kid brought you a box with that hat in it, you're not wearing it. You'd no, be I'll like, wear thanks, it. daughter. I, I will. I will wear it for them for that first five minutes, and I'll put it down. All right, and fair enough. You'll never I'll see it again, dude. I'll accept. That. I won't walk out there because that's what. That's what. When I first saw him, I saw that hat. I was like, "Does that say greatest dad?" I'm like, what a fucking douche this yeah. guy is! Wow, I mean, he's hitting on a girl, like, yeah, like a married like, woman, what, and he's wearing a wedding of, band. Well, yeah, what kind of a douche are you, dude? Because he, this only he douche is guys like, wear that hat. And that's the thing about him: like, you're 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 forced to hate him. You're just forced to hate. You're him. forced to, and they purpose. do everything in their power to make yes. you hate him. And they yeah, do a and good you do job. Hate him. And yep, then when they get to the point where he beats the shit out of Dean. Yeah, oh, just God, like, that was the worst. I was like, this And guy, I was bro. like, and now you realize that's why Dean doesn't like him. Because yeah. he beat the fucking shit out of him. <laughs> and he like it wasn't even like he had a chance. Like he came with like his goons with his boys. Yeah, and, like, right. And they all beat him up. Like, bro, if you're gonna fight somebody, like at least they also give him never, a shot. They never gave him any under like no, they, they just went there and started like, beating the who shit I out of him. No, 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 no. You you know, you you did because at one point if you you did I I watched it with the subtitles. There's a when he starts fighting him, when he hits him in the stomach. And then Dean kind of like gets on top of him. He's like, I'm going to, he's like, your kid's going to fucking call me daddy. He said that to oh, Bobby Ontario. Said, 
Wait, he, he said, said that it, to dude. Bobby Ontario? Yes, he's like, your fucking Good. kid's gonna call me oh, daddy. That's awesome, yeah. That makes me Fuck appreciate yeah. this so Let's much do more. It. <laughs> so, yeah, because like, I heard that. that. I was like, I was like, I heard that. I, I was never, like, holy shit. I've watched this film 17 times and never knew that was even part of there. That's for you, bro. Thank you. That's I appreciate you. that. That makes me like be like, all right, I, like this makes me like Dean even more than I already did. Yeah, no, so. he said it, bro. He says like, I'm your fucking kid's gonna call me daddy. Oh man, dude, I never knew that. <laughs> yeah, bro, it was insane. Anyway. I was like, holy shit, he said well, it. So uh, overall, then, like, all right, let's go. Should let's we talk go. about ratings. Right, let's let's yeah. go to ratings. Yeah, let's, let's go to ratings. ratings. All right, all right. Before we get to Derek, I'll give you mine. Okay, please. So do. I'm going last. So. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Okay then, bro. Oh, Mr. Big Time. All right there. All right there, Big Dick. All right there, Mr. Big Dick. <laughs> All right. So I am going go. last. <laughs> All right. So the as far as the aspect of this motion picture, <laughs> as far as this movie, I actually give it a strong, strong. I give it a strong eight. I appreciate because, that. I mean, the motion picture. Because not a lot of movies, I ain't gonna lie, not a lot of movies really like pull off that whole time jump shit. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes time jumping can become a fucking pain in the ass. Yeah, it can be a and nightmare. They, we, yeah, we didn't talk nightmare. about that either. It was beautifully edited. It was just For a sure. beautifully edited film. Yeah, it was, and that's why I want to bring it up now. Is because they really did a good job of really do handling that time jump really well because when you first see ryan gosling and he's like has male pattern baldness and you know you're like oh shit i'm like what the fuck is this like really his hair and just like you know and you know like they they cut his hair short and or he Mm. got a a wig or something i think they cut it yeah yeah because he he his locks do not look like that but no it was very impressively done it was impressive it it, it looks like a real like a real receding hairline receding hairline yeah they killed yeah. it for real yeah and so you know it really makes you wonder and then so i i appreciated that i mean they did a lot of different things to really get you going as far as really tapping into whatever the story was doing and you made sure that it, it really resonated with you in regard on so many different levels so i for myself i give it eight dead Golden Retrievers. Oh my god! Ooh, dark, <laughs> appropriate but dark. Oh Found my god. on the side of the road and placed in my minivan. Good yep. god! In a trash bag. Good in the god. Bag. Yes. Dark but appropriate, dude. All can right, we talk Eric. about real quick? I'm going to give my rating. But speaking of like the dead retriever, the golden retriever, dude. When what she about Walter, dead Walter. Dude, yeah, Wal. No, no. I thought her name was her name. The name. The no, dogs? the old man. The old man. I'm seeing the old man. Oh, okay, okay. And he moved. Yeah, dead yeah, Walter. Yeah, that's right. That's the other thing. It's like, it's like, like I said, it hit all the the beats. It was dead yeah. dog, dead yeah. old man. A but, fucking so let me let me so with the abortion that, that mean, scene, <laughs> that scene when when she when he's at like the recital, and Michelle Williams oh. comes in and tells him that the dog's dead. That's Do you guys me. realize like you don't see acting like that very no. often? Mm. That was on like another like I was watching the other day and I was and like she, I honestly had like tears in my eyes not because I cared about I mean I care about the dog if my dog died I feel the same way but I was like moved by what I was seeing between th- those two actors and then, on and the then screen no, and then he tells her and she was like you. it was it it was okay when she started crying my first thought is 
dear God, that poor woman is crying in public. Right yes. Now. As if it were a real person yes. I was watching in a child's place. Yes. Somewhere. And then, and then he goes and turns to her and says, I'll tell you to lock that fucking gate. I told gate you to lock that time. gate. All like, the fucking time. He's yeah. literally, and that's like the stages of male grieving. You want to blame yeah. him on something, you yeah. know? And he killed him. And it. then like, five minutes later, he's, he's just crying. bawling. He's crying. crying hysterically because his dog, he loves the dog. So, yeah. like, guys, that scene, like, that's like, there's, I, listen, I don't, I'm not going to go into it anymore because, like, I had a bunch of things to talk about it, but we've already kind of talked about it a lot. But there's so many moments in this film mm-hmm. that, are so real on so many levels. Even when they're like dancing, when she he's making her dance when he's singing and, and with the ukulele yeah. when mm-hmm. they first meet. Very yeah. genuine. It was feeling. so genuine, dude. Yeah. Like yeah. it was like these two really are in love with each other. We're watching a real romance bloom <laughs> my, here. My wife saw the trailer and she was like, nope, I'm not going to watch this. I don't want any part <laughs> of this movie, dude. <laughs> she's like, she's always down for watching with me, but the minute she saw the trailer, she's like, I don't want any part of this movie right now. <laughs> I was yeah. like, okay. So I just want to talk about the – I just wanted to put a highlight on the acting and then just say real quick that the Knicks have just won the second game of the series. Oh, so what is, it is, like, uh, is it like 1-1? It's 1-1 right now. I'm a huge yeah, Knicks fan. Yeah, the Hawks will probably to, beat them. No, uh, we, it is 1-1. One one. It's a good day here. But anyway, so, <laughs> so um, but besides the uh, besides the, the acting, I'm going to give this film – again, it's very – I don't think I've ever probably will give a film a perfect 10. Uh, but this is pretty damn close. I'm going to give it a nine three. I'm going to give this film a nine point three. Mm, so we've got a we've got an eight and a nine three. Yes. Okay. Eric, <laughs> you better you better come correct. That's all I'm saying. You better so, come Eric, correct. You need to understand that my rating is not a reflection of you. Okay. <laughs> okay. We're still friends. I still respect your tastes. I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that. Um, all of a sudden, and, all I and, hear in my head is fucking. Why can't we be friends? <laughs> why can't and I, I heavily thought this. I thought through this because I wanted to go back to look at the the double X movie and and what did I rate that right? Yeah. Uh, it was it was like a three. You or gave something it a like very that. low score. Yeah. yeah. This was definitely un- unequivocally better than that movie. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad we're on the same page there. And with that, I divided it into two camps. There's two halves. There's five points up for each half. Okay. How well it was made and how much I enjoyed it. Okay. Hard five. <laughs> Wait, are you serious? So you give it in those two camps, you gave it wow. a two and a half in each? No, no. I gave it a five for perfection. And then a zero and on a zero. <laughs> Hard five. Hard five. I'm not mad at you, bro. <laughs> Could this have been made any better? This was, is zero this, for enjoyment. This was yep. apparently such a visceral experience for Derek. Yep. Dude, to such me, honestly, I, listen, bro. I, I listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna accept your five because to me, that really means ten. That's that really means a ten. <laughs> Your Whatever five means a ten. You want to substitute, dude? Your, your here's, five, here's oh the thing. Your five means a ten. 
<laughs> you're gonna see. You're gonna see with my my pick for our for our drama series that you can you can bring me down to the depths of sorrow in a movie, but you gotta bring me back. Okay. 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 He's, this he's movie picking, did not do that. He's, he's no, picking, it didn't. He, I'll give he's you that. picking Europa. Europa. He went foreign. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Right. No. no. Okay. Have well, you ever I'm, seen? Have you I'm, ever I'm, seen Europa? Europa? Oh, but Derek has. I haven't. Yeah, yeah. I haven't. But. Oh. Mm-hmm. I'm I mean, excited to hear what you're going to pick, though. No, hey, listen, on. man, you're, I appreciate your regrets. I appreciate that. your All right, score. so, I mean, okay, so hold on, hold on. Before we go there, let's go to our top shelf. Oh, yeah, we'll I forgot. That. Yeah, yeah. All right, so, Derek, what's your top shelf, dude? You're going to gonna get, or you're going to make me go first because I go on forever, right? Yes, please, God. Okay. Go. <laughs> okay. So, here we go. <laughs> Great, Derek. Awesome. Now, Eric, what's your top shelf? <laughs> <laughs> My first one. Just one. Just one. Just one. Just go with one. Just no, one, dude. Hold on. I've prepared oh, this fuck. all. Okay. I think because he was tired, because you picked Blue Valentine, he's going to pick Grave of the Fireflies. Oh, gosh. No, that I one. Hope. <laughs> the Boxcar Children. Uh, oh, the Boxcar Children. Wow. <laughs> oh, God. No. Didn't I just, didn't I just wow. say? <laughs> okay. Look, here. I'm going to go quick. Um, Eric's seen new... that one. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Shut the fuck up. Here's the thing. <laughs> There's a new series on Netflix. It's only, I think, five or six episodes. It is hysterical. It's an anime. It's called The Way of the House Husband. Okay. Oh, I wanted to see that. I wanted it to see that. It is hysterical. Okay. I'm going to paint you a quick picture. You've got the leader of a top group of the Yakuza. Okay. He's a badass. Nobody fucks with him. He will kill you on site. He's just a badass. Okay. And yet he meets a girl. Girl makes good money, and she says, I don't, I don't want you in this career. I'd like you to, why don't you just stay home? I make enough money for us. You can just stay home, be a house husband. And he says, okay. So he drops it cold turkey, and he goes to cooking and cleaning. <laughs> and he bumps into his old goons whenever he's thrift shopping at the grocery store <laughs> and loops them in to help him get in deals. It is hysterical. There's only five episodes. It's really short. It's all dubbed in English, so you don't have to worry about subtitles. It's on Netflix. I will say that if you watch the first two, three episodes and you don't like it, don't finish it. You're not going to like the rest of it. It's, it's called it's, uh, Eggs Protein Divorce, you said? Dear God, shut the I thought I thought it was, wasn't it called like... like, like Way like, of the Husband. No, no, oh, no. I think, it, I, think okay. it was called, I think it was called Woodrow Wilson, shut Howard Taft, up. and Abraham Lincoln. Way of the divorce. Way of the divorce. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now the next uh, the next ones I've got here. Uh, um, next ones. Jesus. Hold on. Let me get there. Are my silent protest to Eric's pick here? Okay? Uh, no. 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 Stop. 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 Derek. Eric. Go. Eric. Go to your top shelf, dude. Wait. <laughs> silent protest. No. And it was silent. You wouldn't better. say it. <laughs> okay. Let me tell you something. If Here we come. Box car if, children. If you're picking your film that you're bringing to the table, if it's anime, I'm going to reject it. Just be hey, no, 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 no. Oh, it's okay, not. okay, okay. It's right. not. Is, right. it, is this my okay, top shelf not... though? Oh, okay. okay. Here we go. Is one more. That's all you get. <laughs> I already talked about Anahana, so I won't go into that one. Garden of Words. If you okay. want a good drama that invokes emotion. It's an anime, and it will do it better than this in Blue Valentine. I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure it will. I'm sure. What kind of what? What where can you find that one, dude? Garden. Oh, uh, I think it's on Netflix. Come on, Let me dude. Oh, correct. you can find it in the dark web. That's where you can. Find <laughs> it. Gotcha. Don't go there. Most people won't survive. 
It's the same place. It's the same place you can find the Silk Road and get your drugs from, dude. That's yeah. exactly where you can. Find uh, it. I mean, he's like <laughs> right I next find to each these other. Episodes where I buy my I don't know oxycontin. <laughs> I mean, my my, my heroin cut with fentanyl. It, it's on, oh, it's on Netflix. You can watch it on Netflix. Garden of Words. Netflix Garden does have Words. a pretty meaty anime. At they do. Oh, they, they do. do. They're really. They're really. It's not my over. top show, but dude, I was so happy I got to see the last season of uh, Castlevania. It's fucking great, dude. Fucking a lot great. of people like that. I didn't get into it. You, it's it's great, dude. It's really good. It really got it really got good after the second season, even more so in the second season. I'm saying. Anyways, all right, Eric, what is your top? Show? So I have one. I'm only gonna bring one to the table because I'm not gonna be like Derek, where I have like a hundred. <laughs> okay, then Derek, <laughs> aka Bobby I have, Ontario. I have, my name's my name's Derek Ontario. I have got fifteen <laughs> top shows, <laughs> and I've got a hat that says "World's Greatest Dad." <laughs> I'm sorry, Derek. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, so oh, um, notice me giving you your time. <laughs> You're shaking no the head is all I need. Is. <laughs> go ahead. Eric, all right. Go, so go. Uh, my top shelf is a uh, HBO series uh, that is new. It's called Mayor of East Town. It is oh, a it. true crime drama, uh, hard drama again. Nice uh, true crime drama. And uh, it stars Kate Winslet. And I'm going to say something bold here. And I said it to my wife the other day. And I said, Reba, I'm about to say something bold. And I mean it. I said, I mean what I'm about to say here. Kate Winslet is the greatest actress of our generation. And I mean I, it. I, I, I 100% it. agree with you. I mean that. Okay. Of our generation. Yes, of our my, generation. Our parents, our parents yes. it would probably be Meryl Streep. Yes, it, there's Meryl Streep. And my wife has said to me, she goes, you think she's better than Meryl Streep? And this is how I feel about it. Of our generation, yes. If I'm if I'm choosing a Meryl Streep movie or I'm watching a Kate Winslet movie or show and I'm, I'm talking about just which one am I drawn to the most, it's her. It's Kate Winslet. Dude, she is incredible in this show. She is a brilliant brilliant actress and the show's great man you guys i would give I it a love, shot i love a good true crime yeah dude, dude. I'm, I'm, so i want to watch good. that that's actually one of the ones i want to watch it's great i would wait because i think the last episode's coming out this sunday so you can mm-hmm. binge watch it yeah. believe me you're gonna enjoy it much better because we've been waiting week to week to watch it which kind of sucks but like I, the last episode's about to air i think this saturday so if you're gonna watch it wait till did wait you till ever get all it did you ever watch the show The Outsider? Yeah, which is great too. I really liked it a lot, dude. I dude, loved I love, it. dude. I ain't gonna lie. I, yeah. True crime is my thing. Yeah, bro. dude, that's a great television. So that guy, um, what's his name? Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah, Ben Mendelsohn. Who's He's in, amazing. Who's in another Derek C. in France film, which is The Place Beyond the Pines, which yes. is a brilliant film. So watch it if He's, you guys haven't seen he's it. He's Australian. Yeah, yeah, that one's Australian. Actually it's a great. Oh, so you like Place Beyond the Pines, but you had a problem with Blue Valentine? <laughs> Bro, get that's out of here. Statement. That's a true statement. <laughs> get out of here. With the show. They both had the most depressing endings of all time, dude. <laughs> <laughs> They're, it's yeah. like the same storyline almost. I not haven't really, seen Place Beyond the Pines. Dude, Place Beyond the Pines is great. It's a, I'm going to add that to my top shelf. Watch Place Beyond the Pines, too. It's a great No, film. I only have one. <laughs> <laughs> I can't right. get mad at you. I can't get mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Anyway, so, so yeah, I'm, I'm good. Go ahead. All right. Cool, cool, cool. So you chose the Mayor of East Town and the Place Beyond the Pines as an honorable mention. That's good. That's good. Um, all right. So as far as the top shelf for me, I have a couple different ones. I mean, I've seen a a few things this past week, but I'm going to go ahead and say that my 
Shit. My top shelf is going to have to be, I just finished watching it today, will probably have to be Wrath of Man. Oh, really? With, you were telling me J- about this. With is this Jason anime? Statham. No, 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 no. no. It's, it's, it's the new movie by Jason Statham that just came oh, out. Okay. Um, it's with Jason Statham. It's a Guy Ritchie flake. Oh, it's one of, I it's heard a about guy, this. My bad. It's, yeah. it's 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 a good it's a good Guy Ritchie movie. It's not like your typical Guy Ritchie movie. It's not like The Gentleman, which was a fantastic flick, but it has all the same Guy Ritchie beats to it. Um, and because it's it's not like British gangsters, but it's American gangsters, gangsters, and it it's got it's got a it's it's not okay. It's my top shelf because I love Guy Ritchie and I think it's a good flick. It's not his best work, but it's definitely, I think, worth watching and worth enjoying. Okay, so just watch the motion picture. Jason Statham is awesome in it. I mean, Eddie Marsden is in it too. Uh, let's see, Josh Hartnett's in it. I mean, there's a lot of good actors in the motion picture. A lot of good character actors. Scott Eastwood is in it and he is fucking nasty in the movie, dude. Mm. He's fucking evil in the flick. So it's it's worth it. It's worth it. It's 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 worth your time to sit and watch. As far as an honorable mention for me, um, I like I said, I had I started. I finished Castlevania, but that really wasn't it. I saw, oh, I saw Army of the Dead. Oh, I haven't watched it yet. Did you like it? I liked it. I liked it, but you know, it's not like great because you know Zack Snyder isn't fucking the world's most amazing director. But it's visually, it's fucking amazing. And the story isn't amazing, isn't great because he wrote part of the story. So it's just, he's not a great writer. All right, question. I have a two and a half hour flight tomorrow. Should I download it to watch it? Yeah, watch it. It's worth it. It's fun. It's a cool flick. And the way they incorporated Tignatara, like we talked about in the last episode, the way they incorporated her is fucking brilliant. Okay, good. You can kind of tell in a few scenes. Because maybe the lighting may be a little bit off. Mm-hmm. But all in all, dude, she's fucking seamless. Okay. She's, nice. And she does a great job. Yeah. But he's also the director of photography of the movie. Oh, Zack Snyder? Is? Yeah. Well, that's a pompous move. <laughs> oh, dude, for real. And that's the thing. He did that on purpose. And he was like, I want to do it because I, I, there was, there's, a, there's a podcast I listened to uh, called um, Life is Short with Justin Long. Uh-huh. And he had Zack Snyder on when they were talking when 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 uh when Justice League came out, and he was talking about how he was director of photography for this movie for the first time he'd ever been a photographer. He talked about how he started as an artist; he was a painter. Yeah, that's why his movies look the way they look because of the whole painting aspect of what his because that's what he studied. He studied painting. He went to school for painting, and so and so like the way it looks is that's reason for it, and. You see it in this movie, dude. The lighting and the way the, the movie looks, it's 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 a good movie. It's a good flick. I mean, I wouldn't have paid like five I I myself probably would have paid five bucks, ten bucks to watch the movie. But I mean, it's not like I wouldn't I'm happy it's on Netflix because I can <laughs> I watch it again. It's just me because I'll watch anything, you know what I mean? But not but it's on Netflix, it's even better, dude, because I'll probably watch it again because yeah. I love his zombie flicks. Like Dawn of the Dead for me with him was a fucking great. It was a great flick. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, my my top shelf is Wrath of Man, and I'll give I'll give Army of the Dead an honorable mention. You only give him one. Yeah, yeah. But since you had two, I might as well have two now. You had like fifteen, Derek. You said yeah, like fifteen. Two. You had like three. You said, you said three. You said three. And you guys cut me off. I only got two. 
<laughs> no, you said the other one middle of the podcast. Uh, All right, is it time for, for it the is next now movie? Time I would love for to know. your pick. Yes. I, I am, dude, I'm waiting for bated breath, Derek. Which motion <laughs> picture right. are you picking? I hope for I get to reject se- it I'm for the really second hoping. episode. Prove this one, buddy. Damn it! For, for our second episode of the Embrace the Suck series. All right, so so I toyed with a bunch of different films. He did I send me really, a shitload. A I, 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 can, yeah. I can only imagine, bro. I was really, really leaning towards using Hardball because I, oh, I wow. really enjoyed that movie. Yeah. Um, but, but I didn't pick it. <laughs> so I was like, eh, I'm glad you didn't either, too. Uh, I'm, yeah. yeah. But but I will say that that one was I mean, kind of you guys just said you just said how much you like Kate Winslet. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, fuck uh-huh. me. If you say he's Titanic, he, 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 I'm going to you know, uh, die. He's picking, he's picking the holiday. What? No. No. Gosh, don't okay. guess. Don't, don't, no. pick, don't pick Titanic, Bro, please, you God. Might I'm not picking Titanic either. Oh, he's picking Reservation you, Road. No, you might make me very happy with your decision. And I really hope you're going to say what I think he's you're going to say. He's picking Reservation Road? Go ahead, Derek, please. You guys like Kira Knightley? She's all right. Oh, shit. Wait, Kira Knightley's in it? Edward Norton? Oh, God. He's pretty good. What motion picture are we talking about here, dude? I really enjoyed this film, and I know Eric didn't, so I picked it. <laughs> Collateral Beauty. The fuck is that? It's We're a, watching Collateral You know what it is, movie. Tomas? It's a fucking bad movie. You just <laughs> wait and see. Fucking wait a minute. Came out I'm 2016. Anybody wants to watch it, it's on Apple TV or on Amazon. Hold on you can a go second. Now I gotta there. look on IMDb and see what the fuck this movie Starring is. Starring Will Smith. It is oh, so I'm not gonna say this... anything about it yet. Oh, oh, save it. Save it. it. You guys can wait, you can bash this movie all you want. I enjoyed it. So why? Oh. Why? <laughs> why? Is this oh, is this the one where he's like fucking Oh, no, don't you can't give it away. Yeah, bro, just really, watch bro. it. We just only gave it. people just a peek here, so oh, let, let your let your me, disdain bro. and hatred. I, me and my wife went. To, I just want to week. point out that me and my wife went to the movie theater to watch this movie, and we both left very, very unhappy. That's fine. <laughs> We're gonna suffer through it once more. Oh, fuck for me. me. I, I honestly, you did it on I purpose. No, you know, you know, you, you know, I didn't like it. You did it on purpose. I have. You did you know, this. I'll be honest with you. I will be honest with you. When this movie came out, I had absolutely, and I still don't have absolutely no interest in this motion well, picture. That wasn't a, a dumb thought at all. <laughs> well, it's mediocre at best. But that's what we're here for. And Derek, Fuck knows, me. Derek knows this movie is a solid <laughs> five or less. Fuck me. Yeah, oh, that where it falls. You, yeah. You've been I'm going to literally waste. I'm going to literally waste an hour and 37 minutes of my life. emotions, and this is where we go. <laughs> oh, my God. Jeez Derek, Louise. You know what? You know what, Derek? Just so you know, dude, just wait. I got wait you guys for, for an my, hour and 37 wait minutes. Wait for to my pig, fucker. I, I am going to take you down a dark, dark I road. hope you do. And Tomas, Watch. the darker it goes, the lighter my heart feels. Eric's next trilogy is going to be Bro. the scariest of gory yep. harm yep. movies. Bro. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> Bro. Bro, you have no idea what you're gonna do here, dude. Uh, you, you you won't have any. You, there's no room for your heart. This boy heart picked in my collateral beauty. This, this boy picked collateral beauty. Jesus Christ! Whatever. All right, well, see you everybody like, next week. All right, so because of the, we always try and do a quote at the end of the motion picture. So I think the best quote in this movie is the is the one when he's talking to her on the bus, 
and he uh, and he he tells her like uh, in, in Mike. In, Great this line! I know what you're line. gonna say. The best line in the movie yeah. is when he's talking to her on the bus, and he's like, "In my experience, yep. the prettier girl is, the more nuts she is, which makes you insane." Same. Great you line. You are probably nutty, cuckoo, crazy. Yeah. I mean, if that's <laughs> and not then she negative. says, you have the like a brilliant ability to make to 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 say an <laughs> to, insult and a compliment at the um, same time. I mean, he and, and, and he is a pioneer in negging in yeah. this yeah. Movie, yeah. At that point. Yeah. Because yeah. it was begging before, before it became raunchy and terrible. Exactly. Yep. All right. Yep. So now, since we're gonna watch this fucking terrible fucking flake known yep. as Collateral Booty, yeah, you guys are gonna Colla- love Collateral it. Booty, Collateral Booty. So, God, Derek. Anyways, you're welcome, right, everyone. everyone. No, I don't know if we're welcome. It really, really partakes of it. Anyways, all right, guys. We'll see you next episode. Peace. <laughs>